Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, the boys are back in town. It's time for another episode of the TriCast. Like a shambling zombie rising from the murky depths of the ground, we have risen to talk about stupid shit no one cares about yeah, e-fetting. No, no one asked for it. No one wanted it, but here we are. We're back I, again. I wanted it. So. I don't know about anyone else. I wanted it. There was supply, but no demand. (laughs) If you're listening to this, thank you for donating to our Patreon. We really appreciate it. (laughs) If you you up your donation to the $5 tier, we're going to bury your character every month in new and different ways. (laughs) We're not actually going to do that. (laughs) Uh, If you want to pay us... We'll do I mean, slide it to us on the side. I don't know about Frank, but, you know. Hey, I know, I know, hey, Lance Catamaran paid people to the meme on the street. There's a market for this. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyways, if you don't know what this is, the Pridecast is an old layover from the WCF days where me, Lee, and James uh, talk about the latest happenings in whatever Fed we're in, answer questions, if we have guests on, we have a little sit-down interview with them. We don't have one of those this week. This week is just the regular dudes. Uh, if you don't know me, uh, I am Frank. Hello. I was a former member of the now dearly departed WCF. R.I.P. in peace. Rest in spaghetti. Never. Always forgetty. Never. <laughs> sure. Always forgetty. Uh, and my my cohorts were uh, the old members of the Pride who came into the WCF guns a-blazing, and then their leader promptly disappeared off the face of the earth. <laughs> so was... Wait, you motherfucker, you fucking griffin. <laughs> <laughs> they came into the table with this guy, and this guy was their leader, and then after, like, a week, he disappeared off the face of the earth and left these two boys struggling. He got buried by, uh... Uh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, he got buried hard, and he never, <laughs> and he never came back. No, dude, put like so much effort into that like internet title match, and then he just got like fucking blasted. <sighs> it was brutal. It was the worst. But we, have... we were encouraging him. We're like, oh, you're doing good, man. But decrepit pepperoni and cheese. Yeah, we'll have more time for WCF stories probably during the question segment, but. Uh, I've already introduced myself. Let's introduce our co-hosts. First off, the le- the less important of the two, uh, one Mr. Alexander Pasternak, aka James. Fucking Yo. what is he? Fucking Czechoslovakian or something? Russian? I don't fucking know. Belarusian. Uh, <laughs> hi, I am Corey or James, as Frank calls me, uh, and I handle Alexander Pasternak. I am technically a moderator. In AW, so I'm kind of your boss, so please be nice to me. You are a moderator in, like, the loosest sense of the terms. I've not seen you do any sort of actual <laughs> moderation on this site. Hey, I've, hey I've, I've judged matches. I find that incredibly hard to believe, but okay. No, ask fucking torch. Ask the man. Ask okay. the man. All right. I would, I would ask him on Snapchat, but we're in the middle of a, of a thing right now. Uh, yeah. And also joining me is your world champion, the more important of the two. Yeah, that's not wrong. <laughs> it's uh, it's Mr. Ryan Lockhart, everybody. Hey guys, uh, it's Lee. 
Uh, otherwise known as Ryan Lockhart, so... I hated fucking man on the roster. Uh, back in WCF, I uh, role-played as uh, Ethan King and got uh, buried by Seth. Yes, Ethan King. So, you know, Ethan the, King, uh, who belongs in the Alpha Division. Yes, I was an Alpha Division wrestler, <laughs> no, guys. So, I, w- I, you know. want, I, I want to do this one time, just for old time's sake with Corey. Yeah, Ethan King in the Alpha Division, where he belongs. <laughs> where that motherfucker belongs. So, uh... Anyone who feels like they were a bit lower on the card than where they believe they should be just now, I was a Alpha Division boy once upon a time. Yes, he was. So, uh, Ryan Alpha just work hard. Uh, give torts and payments on the side like I did. Get uh, one of your best friends to be a judge like I did. Yeah, and, what up? <laughs> and, um, yeah, you can be world champion too. You see, <laughs> being world champion is that easy. <laughs> Just finesse your way to the top. <laughs> I really do be like that sometimes, man. Oh man, it's sad to do. So, <laughs> um, now that I'm here in action wrestling, uh, I figured we'd at least try to do this this podcast at least once, just to see how it would go and how people would react to it. We got a lot of really good questions for from some some good folks and. Uh, what do you want to discuss first? Do you want to start off with the Havoc show? Because Havoc was the big thing that got a lot of people into AW, including myself. Yeah, yeah, we'll probably start with Havoc. We're going to talk with uh, the one person on the roster who didn't do shit for Havoc, the world champion, about (laughs) me. I didn't fucking Corey. Corey did less than me. I didn't do shit either. I demand to be recognized. I I at least wrote a few paragraphs of, like, uh, shitty uh, kickoff show interview (laughs) stuff. Yeah. So, let's just talk (laughs) about having it. Everyone is talking about this is, like, the GOAT pay-per-view of e-fetting. I've seen people like Spencer and Gravedigger talk about this is, like, the greatest thing that they've ever seen in their e-fetting career. How do you (laughs) feel on this gargantuan claim? (laughs) Uh, I'd say in overall um, role play quality across the board, it was probably one of the highest like levels we've seen. Yeah, like everyone really stepped up for this one. Yeah, I'd say at the very top of the card, I'm talking like the top like three, four, five guys maybe. The level was probably the same as like the levels in previous years, but I'm talking about everyone from like maybe like five down to maybe even 20 like yeah these guys like really came hard and tried to show that um they deserve to be higher up and i guess because of that some people kind of got left in spots they didn't want to like some people didn't get as good of a showing as maybe they thought so to anyone who feels that way uh just know that there was a lot of competition and havoc isn't really a momentum killer it's more just something that can start some momentum so even if you didn't have a great showing you'll still be fine especially as we go to evolution yeah words, yeah, yeah. words of wisdom from the war jam and these rumbles like people i always see like for either like this or war from wcf they're always like man i didn't do so good i didn't get any eliminations i didn't last that long uh, mm. my, my momentum is dead. There's what, what am I? What am I supposed to do? And uh, there's a thread up in the action lounge detailing all the things that you can do to use this to get over this match in particular, and a lot of really good examples. So 
Yeah. Don't yeah, beat but... yourself up over it. It's 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 the rumble. Only one guy out of fifty can win, so and along with that, war is pins and submissions. Yes, like you're not, war get, you're not getting buried in over the top. Yes, yeah. you are not getting Which... buried it, as you did in WCF. And that's something that I didn't even think about until I saw the way that this rumble works, the Havoc rumble. And when I had it explained to me by Tort, I was like, holy shit, he's absolutely right. War buries the entire roster except for one guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How is that productive as a pay-per-view? It's yeah. not. Bathe Sephri, what you doing? Oh, book it, Seth. No, like, <laughs> but no, it's good because I'll give an example of someone who I thought like did a decent role play but got eliminated like really quick. Yeah, um, Estrella Louise came in at uh, forty-nine, right? Mm-hmm. She actually role played and it was pretty decent. Probably warranted a better result, but she comes in for probably. She comes in for, like, one entrance length, which is, what, maybe a minute, a minute 30 or something? Something like that, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and gets eliminated without doing much. But because it's over the top, it doesn't really matter. Whereas if she just came in, got fucking KO'd by some, I don't know, anyone, and got pinned, that would have been pretty shitty. Yeah. So it's... I think the structure's a lot better here. Yeah, because, like, going over the top row, any fucking schmuck can do that. Like, getting pinned or submitted, that is, like, you are... That is a definite loss in the loss column for you. Going yeah. over the top row, no, no one gives a shit about that. I, uh, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, during Asuka's, like, long undefeated streak in NXT, wasn't she in, like, a battle royal and got, like, thrown over the top row? Or am I just making that off, off the top of my head? I got I mean, no goddamn clue. Probably, fam, but, but like, uh... I don't, I, yeah, I haven't been keeping up. So you're asking the wrong boys, yeah. You, you yeah. say you're not keeping up, but I'm talking about something that happened like two, three years ago. If yeah. it even happened. Exactly, exactly. That, 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 that <laughs> tells you all you need to know. Yeah, well, but like. Yeah, even FPV could win a fucking over the top rumble. Come yeah. <laughs> Boy, I let you onto this podcast, I can take you off of it. FPV is just sitting in his locker room. Doc, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> and the doc's like, Shh. <laughs> You know, I appreciate that because that means that you actually <laughs> roleplay. I actually like your roleplay, but like, I'm just making fun of it. I know, I know. I know, because you were in the chat, you're like, oh, FPV top four, and then I got taken out at like 15. Yeah, you got like fucked like 20 seconds later. Yeah, I got like 15, <laughs> and you're like, what? And you're like, what the fuck? Where's the... <laughs> I feel like that was um, Spencer about um, Kemp. Because like, oh, yeah. Spencer had Kemp winning the thing, and I think he got tossed before the final 10, and even I was like, damn, that's yeah. tough. Yeah, yeah Kemp got uh, tossed with... Uh, Pasternak because fucking <laughs> just comes up from behind him and throws him over too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we can get more. We can we can get more in depth from this, but we should probably start talking about the actual show itself because we have like actually we have a pretty lengthy lengthy kickoff yeah. to talk about. Uh, first of all, looking at this opening paragraph, the first thing that I want to talk about is the. Uh, Management's obsession with this RP sponsorship is the best thing, especially for someone like Lee, who is Australian. Who has no fucking idea what this is. Yeah, he had to fucking Wikipedia just now what Arby's actually is. Yeah, too bad we weren't sponsored by fucking Nando's. No. Oh, Nando's, fucking amazing. But, but like to get it. it, it 
<laughs> what a meme. <laughs> to get into the show itself, we, the first thing that we get is a fucking Ryan Lockhart interview to oh, start the show off. So, Don't you hate when shows start with this shit? Oh, it's the worst. It's absolutely... Because, it, like, there's no action. It's just a guy talking. And usually it's a heel who people hate a lot. Yeah, pretty much. So, so Lee, talk about this, uh, this segment of this thing that we just described. <laughs> uh, so, basically, because uh, Lockhart kind of had his moment... Um, at Clash of Champions, where uh, he defended twice or whatever in the same night. Tort was basically like, yeah, you, you got to take a back seat this show. And I was like, you know what, that's fair, that's fair. But he's like, but I'm still going to send you these three interview questions that you can answer for the kickoff show. <laughs> and he knows that I'm a lengthy-ass fucking, like, shooter. So he's like, try to keep it to, like, six sentences or less. And, you know, I'll give you this. You, you kept it very concise... And yeah. to the point, and I appreciate that because if this was, <laughs> if this no was, one would have fucking read it, especially since this was line by line transcripted into the Discord chat, it would have been torture. Yeah. But mm-hmm. no, this was uh, this was good. This was very good, to preci- so, concise and to the point. Yeah, so I basically just wanted to list out some of the um, characters who Ryan probably thought would have one or people he had some sort of history with so i just listed like holiday uh lincoln because they've had a bit of a thing going throughout their careers uh spencer i put nvl in there because i thought i don't know maybe he'll win but i don't even think he showed so. no no he, he sadly did not show and was eliminated and I... he was eliminated in five seconds by shadow love our boy <laughs> the <laughs> god yes fuck yeah and then I think I was yeah, I was a dandy. Yeah, you you. De- and, it looks like you dedicated like a whole paragraph to dandy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dandy old Devito. And then, um, yeah, then there was a question about like what would happen if they faced off against um, if it was two beach crew guys going at it. So I just answered that. It was just something small, I guess, to like, I don't know, add to like whoever won. Like for for Mikey, it'll be like oh. Ryan didn't even expect this. He thought fucking these guys were going to win. I, I fucked them all up. So I guess that's good for him. So yeah, it was just something little. And yeah, I think I, I think it worked. I love how it ends with Ryan sighs, his eyes casting a cold look toward Billy before the image on the screen becomes tense with static and then nothing. You fucking if, yeet yourself off of the interview. Fuck yeah. If you look at my, if you look at my profile, you know exactly what Ryan did there. <laughs> I, I actually I actually have a picture. Please enlighten me. I'm the new guy in this federation. Uh, it's a motherfucking JoJo reference. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is it fucking... Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> because uh, we've um, been uh, planning some parallels to uh, another certain uh, guy who uh, also does uh, JoJo references. So, I mean... That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Keeping it, keeping it vague. The the weave in me has a strong weave erection. <laughs> and right after the interview, we get the first of many references to the Doom Squad. Doom Squad. So this, correct me if I'm wrong. This happened. This Doom Squad thing had been happening for five months. Yeah. Yeah, it, it had quite a long build up. Yeah. Oh. That is a long build-up for Ifed, like anything in Ifed, but 
as someone who only caught the very tail end of it and who didn't see the five months preceding it, I'll get there eventually, but really quick, I think the actual reveal of the Doom Squad is actually pretty fucking cool. I think it was, for a five-month build in an EFED setting, I think it was worth it. But we'll get there later. We'll get yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, that is the end of the kickoff show, and it's time for the actual real show, and the first Probably match on... What did you just say? I have no idea. I'm just scrolling through fucking Havoc. Chris Avery. I love this beef and cheddar. <laughs> this is why our podcast takes like four hours. Yeah. Because so, James is reading every inconsequential line that makes, him, that makes him giggle. So the first match on yeah, the card bitch. is for the 201 and Fun Championship. It's Derek Vaden versus the champion QDT. Cutith. Cutith. Uh, this was a good match. This was. It was really good. It felt like it It had the vibe of like those old opening WCF cruiserweight matches where it's just like two flippy dudes just going really fast for like eight minutes or so. Flippy dippy. Mm. The, the flippiest dippiest. Uh, I think this match also starts... The this this match starts the running gag of QDT's love affair with the, with the rope, <laughs> which for me is the highlight. <laughs> Every time QDT gets on a rope, I was like, oh, QDT X rope OTP. <laughs> now, now I, I know of QDT after the Havoc match, but for someone who's actually seen the guy in, like, action for the time he's been here. Could you enlighten me as to who QDT and also Derek Vaden is? Uh, you prepared. QDT. I'm going to be asking you a lot of these types of things. because I'm going to have to give I, a lot of context. Yes, because um, I got here, like, a week ago. QDT was, like, a really interesting character because, first of all, when he showed up and he started role-playing, and he, obviously he's been in 201 this entire time, everyone in the chat was like, oh, who the fuck is this guy? This guy isn't new. Is this, like, uh, a SJW coming back? Like, making a return, but, like, as a new one character. So, that shows our opinion. We obviously think he's good. Um, he started out as a, um, as a face, and he was, like, a, um... His father was basically training him up to be, like, a gentleman, and his father was, like, a pretty big part of each roleplay. But then eventually, you could see that QDT was kind of getting pissed about it. And then on one show, I'm pretty sure he, like, beats the fuck out of them. Like, his <laughs> mom and his dad. <laughs> oh, that is a, then, that's a, um, that's a primo heel turn. Beat a computer no, It gets worse. I'm pretty sure he starts, like, grinding on them or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. What? In one of the shows. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, it was, like, big heel turn. And that's why when um, he was getting, like, cheese in the rumble or whatever, like, there was literally a line, like, how is this, like, parent beating <laughs> asshole getting cheese? Uh, <laughs> I, I need to see that in real wrestling more. I need to see more heel turns that start with someone beating up their mom and dad. <laughs> that's amazing. That's uh, so, He's great. He's that's, a, that's a wonderful... And, yeah. Oh, and hold on. Before, one, I think my favorite uh, QDT moment was right before he does the seal turn, 
he has this role play, and uh, this the is highlighted very, letters. Yeah, and the highlight like yeah, there were certain letters that were colored red, and they spelled out heel turn lol. <laughs> oh, the Doc Henry approach to our role playing. I love it. Yeah, which also um kind of that, that's what made me think it was SJW because yeah, cause, he did the uh, I am Warwick. Yeah, I saw that. I actually did see that. Like, I was looking through old AW roleplays from the past year when I was like doing prep work, and I saw that SJW did that thing. I was like, oh, that's that's neat, I guess. Pretty sure that shit won fucking roleplay of the year. I'm gonna go check real quick. It was nominated for roleplay. It was of the nominated, year. yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's so it was so good. Like no one got it until it was time. Perfect. <laughs> me, me, Wade, and Spence got fucking cucked by this poem. <laughs> this is gonna be the new um Howard Black uh, fucking losing roleplay of the year to a fucking video or a fucking song. Hello from the face side. <laughs> oh, it's so good. So oh, it's, it's very good. Now, what about this Derek Vaden character? It, does he beat up his parents in a heel turn as well? Well, I don't think so. But this week's roleplay was oh well the. 201 roleplay was the only one I've actually read from him because I'm fucking lazy and sometimes I just don't read. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, he's he's a newish boy. Okay, uh, okay. But um, he seems really. Cool um, <laughs> yeah, he was he was really cool in the chat. He was a pretty good sport about like like coming short. And well, plus, well, the roleplays were pretty close. I'd say like he. I don't know what his level was prior to Havoc, but he could he could pretty easily become a 201 champion. Like the yeah. match against QDT, even though QDT is great, isn't lopsided. Mm. And I think that's also because of the 700 word cap. Like, yeah, these writers who I'm not saying that uh, these two, like QDT, obviously went hard and hit the 4K pretty easily. Um, but it's good for, I guess, people who have less time and stuff. Like, they can very easily compete. Even in, like, the TV division, that's uh, yeah. 1K. Like, it, it's good. That was a question I was going to ask about the whole 201 division. Like, from the vibe that I'm getting, it's not like a... like a It's not like an alpha division situation. Like, it's a separate division, but, like, it's not buried every time, like, someone talks mm. about it who's not part of the 201 division. Oh, well. Unless you're Beach Crew. <laughs> Uh, yeah. When when uh, Jace uh, apparently to, so. <laughs> yeah, when Jace came to um, Jace v Lockhart for like the world title, I'm pretty sure like me, Jared, and maybe Corey. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was just mainly me and Jared were like fucking dicking on him in the internet boards for being in 201. But I, uh, I, like, I remember that, having that, to get a role play about that. Mm, about um, yeah. Yeah, that's just a trolling. No, that's not an actual. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, viewpoint. Like Tort and Digger like put work into 201 division and they want like they'll talk about it in the chat all the time like oh we want more people for 201 we want more people for 201 and so, I looked at the roster for 201 it's like a pretty sizable yeah, pretty chunk of, pretty sizable and, chunk of the roster so and a lot of the time you'll get um guys who maybe role play like I know Dandy role plays um Magic Maddox um you'll get people who do um secondary characters yeah you, you even got Andre Aquarius in there so I thought about um, doing that like <laughs> I had a new character in mind that I wanted that I, I was like thinking like yeah I can do like the FPP stuff to like do 3k a week and then on the side I can do like a 700 
words for like this new guy and like 700 i don't know for anyone else but 700 i think i could do 700 easily i haven't tried it so mm. that might just be a crock of shit but i'll, I'll I, i've been considering making a secondary for the purposes of 201 or i could just cut like five pounds off of fpp and just put him in that <laughs> yeah i mean ryan could already be a 201 so like yeah <laughs> i'll, I'll May- drop the world title i'm just gonna fucking dip to 201 <laughs> 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 but no it's a really good division like they've even got like a tag match this week featuring some uh, 201 guys so good. So yeah, it's cool. It, it's not. It's not like forgotten. It's definitely like a, a so sizable part of. Yeah, it's, it, so it's not two hundred five live. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Yeah, uh, I do love uh, Billy because uh, I didn't know that this is a running gag, but apparently it's a running gag uh, that Billy's two favorite words are prestigious and shitfire. Yeah. Because uh, I only know Billy from his time as a jobber character in WCF. So this was pretty funny to watch him just say. I'm not going to lie. I don't write any of that shit. <laughs> like, he's calling just random things prestigious, even though they have no business being prestigious. But Okay, yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh... Like FPV's career. That's a... Ooh. That's, uh... Ooh. I'm gonna go... Oh, I'm gonna go commit Sudoku right now. Jesus Christ. Gonna commit suicide. Remember when it was an interview at UCI? Remember, remember when? Remember Kyle Cameron? Remember UCI? Remember? I remember. I'm, but, uh, no, prestigious is uh, it's so it's a thing. It's a uh, wow! That really, a, really, really held This is your moderator, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like he he goes on to like <laughs> stammer like it's supposed to be like a really important thing that he's putting a lot okay. of thought into and it just comes out it's a thing that's a good job that's that's all you need to know uh, about uh the origin of billy using prestigious is fucking toward okay uh, sticking with uh grave digger because grave digger always says prestigious in the admin chat <laughs> we basically started it like legit, and then we turned it into a meme and now he just says it as a meme. <laughs> that's great. Oh, now that's some good content. This is why we keep James on. For every moment where he infuriates me with his mumbleness, he comes out with a nice shiny piece of insight like that. Yeah. Anyways, cutie. That is in a fucking troll. Anyways, QDT wins. This is a good opening match, and it's a nice, nice segue into the next match for the television title. Claire Hawkins versus Hazel Overton. Now, I watched. I I didn't. I don't know why I say I watch because I don't. This isn't a show you watch. It's a show you read. But I read the manner in which Hazel got the television championship, and I was just like, huh? Because what I know is there was a best of seven series between Andre Holmes and Alvarez. <laughs> first of all, first of all, best of seven series. The series they're always the best because it's the same two people going after each other seven weeks in a row and like this is not a knock on this specific one between andre and al because i remember the one between seamus and cesar and i thought that that was torture no pun intended yeah but, i don't think it was that bad because like for one week where uh andre wouldn't role play I would win, and then I'll, the next week wouldn't really play or some shit. <laughs> like, 
Oh, I'm pretty sure something like that happened. Or like the first two, I think they both role played for, and then Andre just didn't show for like the remainder of the. I can give. I can. I can give. I can give insight as to why he probably didn't show. Because Andre, I don't know if you know the boy Andre Holmes. Uh, the man has like 150 times the ambition any of us will ever have in our lives. He went. He graduated college. He got a job straight out of college, and then like four. Like a month after he got that job, he went into our D&T group and he's like, yeah, I just quit my job so I can go to wrestling school. <laughs> <laughs> and he's posting all the, he's posting these pictures in the wrestling school. He's in the thick of it. He's like getting like tips from MVP and shit. And like now he has another job where like he goes and does like, he can like balance his like pro wrestling training. Actually, he went from the basic pro wrestling training to like, he got, like, fast-tracked to the advanced training because they want to get him on soon, and now he's starting to be a referee. The boy is going places, but sadly, as a consequence, he has dipped from both D&D and AW, apparently. You know, the two things that are way more important than real life. Honestly, what the fuck? Yeah, Andre, you fucking human being. But the consequence was Andre was gone because he hadn't shown in weeks and then L wanted to drop L and make a new character whose pick base is Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> and I, hey, I, I'm very curious to see what that is. to create a new character whose pick base is Gordon Ramsay, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. It's a great pick base. So we'll see how that goes. L is the best. I love L to death. But <laughs> after the L and Andre leave, there's no television champion. <laughs> So, someone just goes to Hazel and just says, here, take this. Yeah. <laughs> that is... You know, uh, people were talking in the chat as well. They're like, oh, do you reckon she'll reference it in her uh, roleplay that she's champion? Like, this is the ultimate test to see if people actually give a fuck about the show. <laughs> yeah. Did she? But um, I'm pretty sure she did, yeah. Okay, good. And, um, okay, good. It, it, I guess a, it's a good change of scenery. So it is, because, like... That is a very weird and unique position to be thrust mm. a championship that you had no, like, prior intentions of taking, where people yeah. just like, here, take this. I don't think I've ever seen that before, like, done in that way. So, props to Hazel for w running with it for mm. the two weeks she had the belt, I think. So, yeah. but, uh, And then congrats to Claire for winning it. Yeah, Claire wins. Congrats. She's been here for a while and always been pretty consistent. With her work, she's. I, I'm pretty sure she's had like a UCI title shot where she um, her and Holiday went at it. Like she, she's good. Good. So yeah. this will this will be good to see how she uh, goes with uh, the TV title. And it's good that you reward consistent people with stuff like this, especially with a TV title that you're defending every week in like the 1K. Like a good champion will have to be consistent. And so it's good to know that Claire Hawkins is that consistent champion that can defend in week in week out because. Let me tell you, as a person who held a TV title for, like, a good, like, four months or so, it can get, like, a little difficult every now and again. Oh, humble brag. Yeah, humble brag. 2016 TV <laughs> champion of the year, something like that. But, yeah, yeah. You, you, you mortals can't even relate. You're right. The revolution will not be televised. I am a god. My name is Desmond. <laughs> and if you don't know what that's a reference to, go on Twitter and look up Attica. <laughs> but uh is there anything that we should talk about like in the match itself or is it just like kind of a very like cut and dry affair not to like diminish Hazel and Claire's great 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 match but 
Let's have a look through. Quick skim. Yeah. After uh, the the match... prestigious TB title match going happen. Oh, home. very prestigious. Yeah. After, <laughs> uh, after the match, uh, your boy Dream Daddy Wesley Oh, out. oh yes, oh player. yes. Okay, so I have no idea who Jimmy Wesley is, but after the events of Havoc, he has cemented himself as the biggest heel in existence in my mind. Because he is not in the Havoc match. He just comes out and just ruins people's days. <laughs> and the best part about this is, um, I don't know if everyone knows who handles him, but if not, I he guess I'll keep it. Yeah. I'm pretty Should sure... He fucking has himself in the chat. I oh, okay, okay. I don't know. So Wade, uh, I don't Wade, know. I don't know. Wade secondary. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and for like months, like, I don't know how long he's been doing this for, but I'm pretty sure it's been quite a fucking while. He'll post on like the internet boards, like, look at all these other people getting opportunities except for me. Torture, Gravedigger, give me a chance. <laughs> and it started out as really like desperate. But then he just started getting like more and more like heated until he just started coming out and beating people up. You got like everyone in the Federation like piling on this character like fucking if if he's like, oh, I'm not getting opportunities fucking like uh someone like, I don't know, like Jace will come in and be like Oh, you have to work for your opportunities, dickhead. And then he'll just drop out. And then like, someone else will come in and bully him for like a little bit. Like, like everyone just take, like people just take shots at this like poor character until he just fucking snapped and started like beating people up and shit. Oh, that's so good. That's quality. And I... <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad that there's like a really good handler behind this because this is that's actually a really great idea. Because you got a guy like Wade who, like, is at the top, and he he wins all the accolades, and he has the secondary. He's like, where's my fucking shot? Oh, oh wow. I'll read some of his internet posts. He's like, fucking hilarious. He's like, oh, another week, another snub. I've been here since eight years conception, and I can't get an opportunity. People keep tweeting me, you do great in WC. <laughs> Next one. I'm seeing a lot of unproven call-ups from far promotions. I've given AW some of the greatest promos and matches it's ever seen, but I can't get a shot. Use me or lose me. Oh my god, this is... Oh, oh, my... Fucking day shopping and fucking shitting on him. Oh, my life is different now. Oh my god, that's... I have tears so, going down my face, that's so good. If you to find his account, just fucking go into his post and look for this thread, because it's great. I will. Oh my god, I just knocked my microphone with my hand, I don't care. It's only two pages, so uh... Okay, good. Keep posting as a dream daddy, you know? Dream... Dream daddy. Okay. So next up is pretty big announcement, two big announcements from Tor... And, okay, so, introduce me. So... Camila Gonzalez. That's that was Andre's character for a time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And now it's just a backstage presence. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because Torture and Camila come out and they make big announcements for Evolution. The first of which is that there's a new title in Action Wrestling. It's the the Action Wrestling Hardcore Championship. Yeet. Yeah. That's. I thought that was a good uh, move to make. Yes. Like. I don't know if you know about me and Yves Bending, but I'm a belt mark. 
I want all the belts that I can get. And I always love when a fed has a bunch of like like a bunch of belts, but also not too many belts like WCF with like the trios championship and the alpha the alpha championship. <laughs> Let me just say this: the only good thing that came out of the alpha division was the resurrection man Jason O'Neill. <laughs> <laughs> And the memes that came out of that. Actually, bringing, bringing that up, I'm pretty sure, like, AW has, like, an international championship lurking somewhere. I think, like, Kids Grove has it or some shit. Just some, like, random fucking belt that, like, isn't acknowledged, like, unless, like, it's in passing. Like, yeah. oh, here's yeah. Sam Kids Grove with the United States title. Oh, and he's brought his international championship with him as well. Uh, <laughs> on, that, on, that, on that same train of thought, uh, what I'm probably gonna do, I saw that there's a jobber board. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Kyle Cameron in the in the jobbers board, and I'm gonna have him bring the actual world championship with him to continue the prestigious lineage of the Alpha World Champ, not the Alpha World Championship, the actual, the actual world championship. I don't know why I called it the Alpha World Championship just now. Because that's it's a, that's probably its equivalent. Let's be real. If you don't know what the actual world championship, actual is in all caps, and it's an acronym for something i forgot what it stood for but basically it's a it's a garbage 24 7 unsanctioned championship that is like one of those cheap knockoff belts that you can get from like mad cats and shit and so like an entire did you have like an actual feud for this oh there was it was kyle cameron versus uh andre jensen for the belt they were mm. going to have a ladder match for it and they tugged at the belt so hard that the belt snapped in half so the next month, the next month, they booked a duct tape unification title match. The person who can duct tape the title back together wins the belt. And actually, and that's why we love UCR. Yeah, and uh, one of the one of the like first people to like get into this actual world title division was Shadow Love. I wrote an RP where like Cal Cameron is giving a press conference, and then out of nowhere, Shadow Love attacks him and steals the belt. <laughs> It was really good. Vintage. Vintage. Prestigious. Prestigious. Yeah. Prestigious. <laughs> Prestigious. But uh, going into this hardcore championship, uh, I do like the rule set for it. It's like three mm. RPs, one K each, response yeah. shoot heavily encouraged. That's going to be good for people who like who are good shooters, but who, like, wish there were more response shooty type things in, mm. in the vein of the internet title board, the internet title from WCF. Yeah, it's going to be good as well, because it's kind of like throwing back to, I guess, a older style that I don't really see as much Yeah. in a lot of feds as well. How much you want to bet that ZMAC will be the first hardcore champion? Mm-hmm. I know, he, I know he's currently tag he's, champion, he's got, but, yeah. but there's no yeah. reason that he can't be double champion. Yeah, he'll pro he'd probably be down to do double duty, but yeah. I think we might get someone... I, I, I'm thinking, um, like, Lincoln or something. Like, I think... Link would be sick. I think that, like, perfectly suits his style. And yeah. plus, it would give him, like, another, like, step up before he eventually, I assume, becomes, like, a regular world title like contender because he's been improving yeah good yeah so, sure I, I think like lincoln or someone will probably take that but i get i think there's a question about that later so okay. fuck spoilers okay. oh, oh shit oh, oh fuck <laughs> i've completely swag until tomorrow i've completely one guy's opinion on a yeah uh, virtual 
wrestling belt. <laughs> have you seen Have you seen the news going around that like there are people who will beat up a guy outside a movie theater because he spoiled Endgame to someone? Oh, <laughs> like legitimate, like a gang assault on this one poor dude. And imagine being that much of a fucking loser. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's not much of a chat. <laughs> no, spoiling a game in front of a bunch of fucking nerds, that's ultimate chat behavior. Yeah. yeah. The, fuck, the fucking virgin gang beater versus the chat spoiler. <laughs> that's the name of my secondary character, Chad Spoiler. He's going to just spoil the movies for everyone. Even... No, did you know that Dio was the one? Oh, no. God damn it. <laughs> I, w- I didn't watch it yet. Nah, shit. Donnie Darko dies, motherfucker. Oh, no, no. It was on my Netflix list. No. Such a heel. <laughs> so, uh, before we move on, I will once again need context as to the story behind the UCI world title here in Action Wrestling. Uh, so, Spencer brought it over. And I'm pretty sure it might have been his like first appearance on the... Oh, no, no, no. Nah, he was in the world title tournament and stuff yeah yeah and, and then we both got knocked out in the semifinals and then faced each other at the first pay-per-view and then i beat him oh damn that is, tell him. That, that, is, tell him. that is that is a statement for of statements besides that because no one cares because what the fuck is passing knocked out done since um yeah. who the fuck is passing knocked out? who the fuck is spencer adams who the fuck uh, is yeah, who, who the fuck is al envy <laughs> <laughs> that's a deep cut <laughs> From like 2013. Um, I, I understand the references to that reference. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Spencer shows up with this UCI title, and um, who? Someone comes out, and Corey Bull. Corey Bull yeah. comes out and Bird beats him. him, like like yeah, fucking destroys him for the bout before Spencer had even like he just introduced it, and then fucking Corey Bull comes out and fucking destroys him, wins the bout. It's a Corey Bull champion, and Game yeah, it, it, championship. Can't forget about that. Yeah, yeah, he renamed it. Um, him and like Frost feud for it, but yeah, basically, um, yeah, Spencer brings it over as like a, like a prestigious um return to UCI, like a, like honoring it and shit. And um, yeah, Casey ended up winning it, and she held it for like fucking well up like eight years. Yeah. Beat pretty so, much fucking everyone that came her way, and that's why she ended up getting this. Uh, oh, I'll give. Ah, uh, yes. There was the UCI Championship Series like a month before Havoc, where um, every week there was a defense of the belt. So she went up against like Alex Richards and shit, and whoever won, whoever had the belt at the end of the um, championship series would get a reward, and it was uh, the All In Briefcase. Yeah. Uh- and you know, as someone who did had none of that in context, the segment watching it in the chat and watching people's reactions, it was a pretty well done reveal as to what the big reward for holding a belt this long would be. And I think mm. in this situation, rewarding with the all in briefcase is a good it's a good reward and it, it makes for a good story and like it was unexpected. I wasn't expecting it, so mm. And it was interesting, too, because in character, obviously, Casey, as a character, had been, like, talking about how she wasn't valued and no one gave a fuck about the title. And so I'm guessing you could say in a way that, like, management saw this and saw how she was, like, 
elevating the belt by defending it all the time and that was just like you think you're not worthy here yeah, we're giving you this pretty much guaranteed world title reign yeah whenever you want yeah like and i love the way that torture did the segment where he's like we we thought we'd give you big money uh, but no, more money isn't going to really show our gratitude. We're going to give you lucrative sponsorships. Uh, how about a world championship opportunity? No, that's lame. Uh, how about a world championship match anytime you want? Uh, yeah, fuck winning in an ladder match like me. Oof. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. So... If she wasn't already before, Casey Holiday is now in, like, the world title picture, just, like, lurking with a briefcase. Oh, she definitely wasn't before, but okay, she good. was just, like, I guess, like, like, everyone considered her at that at that level of writer, but, um, like, I, get the, I get the feeling that, like, people view her as, like, one of the best people in the Fed right now. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's good, and this is a good reward for that, but we move on to the big the big part of this show, the Havoc Rumble. Uh, analyze this. I'm just going to go entry to entry, and if any, like, funny moment catches my eye, I'll just talk about it. Oh, first of all, Dandy. Dandy. Dandy, Dandy, Dandy. Dandy. Right. Now, I don't know who Dandy is, but... Dandy is a fucking god. Yeah, just watching this show and looking at his character, like, this guy is primo e-fetting right here. Especially his feud with Kids Grove, because I had yeah. no context for what these two were on about. But like, this is a <laughs> this is a blood feud that's been going on for months, and I'm just yeah, catching it's like pretty the, easily so far feud of the feud of the year. And like, I'm just catching like near the end of it from what it seems. But like, this is like extremely serious. Like, these two dudes are fighting all over the building, and then like they eliminate each other, and. Uh, and knowing that Kids Grove is Jensen makes it even better because I always think that Jensen is very underrated in terms of his EFED stuff. So seeing him in the feud of the year is very heartening. But Dandy's mm. entrance, the, that's one of the good things about going in first in a rumble is that you can have a grandiose fucking entrance with like the choirs and shit that Dandy has. So, what is Dandy's overall character? Like, give me, like, a log line for Dandy's character. Oh, fuck. I don't uh, want to discredit it. He's a primo shit heel and a poverty tourist. <laughs> a poverty like, tourist. So, like, he's this guy who comes from, like, a rich family, but, like, he's pretty much, like, forsaken his wealth and is... And lives and acts like a fucking uh, gutter punk. Oh, it's one of those yeah. people. Like, yeah, some the, of these role plays are just hilarious. <laughs> so, so he's like the he's like the kind of people who were into folk punk music. That's good. <laughs> but you know what the fuck? I like folk. I so do I. So do I, my dude. Oh, I thought that was a shot. Oh no, it's not a shot. It's just a statement of the general. Uh, like, there are a demo- lot of there are a lot of those people. Like, wannabe crust punks who, like, play, like, guitar on the street asking people if they can bum cigarettes. <laughs> Jesus, I'm starting to talk like Mike. Let's move on to <laughs> Kids Grove. And <laughs> Kids Grove with the U.S. belt just... Oh, cl- on, sorry. One more thing about Dandy. He's also yeah. he's also a failed so- SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> like, that's canon. That's fucking canon. Oh, that's perfect. 
It's legendary. So the 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 rumble starts and like immediately Dandy and Kids Grove just leave the ring and just go into the yep. back for a little bit. And they just start beating each other up throughout the match. We get updates of like, oh my god, Kids Grove just threw a dandy through like a box. It's <laughs> oh, so we gotta <laughs> And this is really sad. She just lost the T V championship and now Hazel Overton has to come in at number three. <laughs> that is Oof. insanely bad luck. I feel so bad. And, like, there's no one in the ring. So, like, uh, is this before Dandy? Oh, no. The, so, so Hazel is alone in the ring while Dandy and Kids Grove are just fighting in the crowd. <laughs> Getting the extra uh, recovery time. It's all uh, good. Yeah, yeah. It's all good for, like, a minute and a half until uh, <laughs> Titan Jax comes out. Who is Titan Jax anyone I know, or is he just, like... Uh, uh, I don't think so. I think he's just a duder. Okay, just a duder. Okay, yeah. If there's any like points that Titan you feel should be mentioned, be sure to tell me. Yeah, shit on in... us. Be like, sure literally to... just shit on us. <laughs> shit on my face. But no, don't <laughs> get Yeah, if you if you want to highlight yourself, just talk about yourself in the thread that I post this podcast in. It's all good. Um, and oh boy, next the next entrance is Mr. Hajit. <laughs> um, <laughs> the legend, the prestigious. <laughs> The prestigious Did you see the most... fucking mystery roleplay with the Haji roleplay? I think I I think I skimmed over it. Well, it's not like very. It's literally like one sentence. Uh, okay. <laughs> fucking skims over like three words. <laughs> Hold on. It was uh. Haji knees. Okay, I got it. Yeah. Haji, the most prestigious knees in the business. Mystery roleplay. I driving there so see you Sunday. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Hajit, I come for you to meet my knees. Hajit picks up Hazel and she meets his knees. Hajit ducks and Titans meets Hajit's knees. Uh, next, we have Rose from 201 Fun coming out to some excellent theme music and Mama said knock you out. Good shit. Good shit. And after after Rose comes in, we have Connor McGregor. <laughs> Oh, like, I, I, I looked at his role play that got posted. Who wrote that Conor McGregor role play? Yeah, that was torture. Yeah, uh, that was really funny. <laughs> One of the greatest fighters in the world. <laughs> He's taking his sweet time getting in the ring. <laughs> he kicked Billy out of catering. Oh. <laughs> uh, he comes in and Conor just starts beating up everyone in the ring. Uh, anyways, uh, next entrant is actually making his debut in the Rumble, uh, James Wolfe. Uh, this is not Wolf from WCF, is it? No, it's not. Okay, it's just, I, it's just a guy named James Wolfe, okay. I love how even though he is not Wolf from WCF, we still are perpetuating the Awu meme, even, even though Wolf is, like, part of the reason that WCF, like, hit a sharp downturn with the mustache family stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just for added reference, James Wolf is a guy from coming over from um, WCF. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah. shit. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, let's looking make at that the a point. Next up is Alex Kincaid. I don't know anything about this boy. Neither do I. Uh, I think he showed up like. Uh, recently. I think, if I remember right, his debut was against uh, Lizzie Hope and Lizzie Hope's debut, so 
fairly recently. I don't know if he's ever showed. Mm. I'm not certain. Let's have a look. He has two posts. Ah. Okay. He has... No, he hasn't role-played. Okay. Oh, Oh, well, that just happens sometimes. You gotta deal with it. It really do be like that. Uh, After him is Bazadaft, also commonly just called Baz. Big Baz. Is he he another new guy? Yes, another, another new person. Does he actually show up, though? I get the feeling that he does. I know he has. (laughs) Okay. Like, I know he has. He's not, like, someone who's just signed up and never done anything. I know that. Yeah, he showed up a couple times. Real quick, I do love the way that this is actually, like, written in terms of how we're taking this. So, like, every new entrant is, like, a little chunk that I can just skim over to see if anything interesting happens. Um, (laughs) So, the the next guy coming out, Bobby Rage. Uh, Funny story about Bobby Rage. Bobby Rage. The GOAT! So, I looked at Bobby Rage when I first, like, was looking over the AW roster. I was like, who's this Bobby Rage guy? It's weird because he has the Rage theme from NXT as his theme song. And I'm like, you know, when I was just starting when I was 12 years old, I did that. I just took the theme from TNA and just had that as my theme in, like, a random fed. And I got the shit knocked out of me when I was, like, 12 years old. And I looked at Bobby Rage, his pit base is brought to us, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, he's just a teenager who's getting his start uh, event. He's probably on, like, a losing streak. No, turns out he's undefeated, and he is 12-0. <laughs> Bobby Rage is a Yes. <laughs> so, he, yeah. He's hilarious. He's great. He had a legendary feud against uh, Ultimate Destroyer. Oh, oh. I want, he would to, say, I want to see this, because, like, him and Ultimate Destroyer sound like a the good combo. Like, just randomly post on his, um, in-character Twitter, he'd be like, oh, Adam, <laughs> whatever the next pay-per-view is, I'm going to feast on the Ultimate meat. <laughs> 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 and he just, like, he'll just come out and, like, fucking smash people. <laughs> and, like, uh, Chuck's been really good about it. Like, he's been actually, like, building him and stuff, and, like, not just fucking, you know, because I'm pretty sure he's, like, relatively new to yes, but like, just, like just, I don't think just, he's been doing it for ages. Yeah, but, like, just reading the way that Bert is writing about him, saying, well, business is picking up, and he's all, like, he's, like, he is building up rage in this match with all these moves, so that is good that this guy is apparently, like, coming into this hobby really good and also, like, getting built up by, like, torture, a guy who's been here for, like, 13 years and can spot good shit a mile away yeah and also he gets the i think he gets the first two eliminations he eliminates alex kincaid and then proceeds to eliminate conor mcgregor bobby rage is better than conor mcgregor I mean, confirmed I, I yeah, believe rage it. is better than mcgregor who's the greatest fighter in the world like, then bobby rage is canonically the greatest fighter in the world yeah, yeah. Uh, bobby rage has feasted on the greatest meat <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving on, we've got a fan favorite coming in, and Kyle Kemp. Woo! Uh, so, is uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, actually, no, don't correct me. Answer this question: uh, Is Kyle Kemp in AW a face or a heel? Uh, right now, I think he he's made the move to um face. Okay. Yeah. I, I never, because he's I've, he's been uh, doing this like arc where um, he's fallen just short at many opportunities and um, even he saw his stable um, fight smart get like torn apart by like Lincoln who's a heel 
and he's kind of been having like a shift like even at the end of his role plays he won't say oh i'm better i am better than you he won't like he, he's like cha- he's changing up his character he's like showing a bit of camp's like doubt but he's want to be the best so that's he's good ma- yeah he's I, making a move i do like those really subtle face turns like one of my favorite face turns that I saw was Dustin Bieber. Dustin Bieber's face turn in UCI when it was first starting out, where like he started out as a heel, but then like he started like doing more and more facey type moves, and then slowly made mm. turn to heel. That's a really good. Yeah, that's in camps like done well here as well. It wasn't just one week he's a heel, the next week he's a face. He's been in his role plays showing the consistent like, but subtle moves towards becoming a face and a better person and that yeah. sort of thing and we'll see where it goes hope like he had a pretty he was in he was in this match for a while and he i was. think his role play he, he, warranted he, he that yeah he just missed out on top 10 but he was very good in this in this match and then yeah. com- coming up we got one like one half of the tag champions Bo blaze uh tag champions with zmac cocaine cowboys greatest tag team name in the face in in history i can't talk today i chose a horrible day to host a podcast i'm stumbling all over my words you're in a real quarry right now uh, <laughs> well uh that's it time so, to kill myself yeah so so Bo blaze i is another guy i don't know anything about sadly uh, would he, would you have known his other character, um, John Frost. I don't, I'm not. I don't think you would have. I no, I don't. Nah. Um, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that we have Lee on this podcast to tell me everything that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happens if I don't know something? Uh oh. Nah. But um. Because we we all, we both know that James doesn't know. Yeah. I also would like to point out. Uh, Bad to the Bone by ZZ Top, which doesn't even fucking exist. <laughs> I saw that in the chat. I fucking died. Mm. Uh, subtle. Those are actually really good. Yeah, there's like a lot. Of, there's like a lot of subtle theme burials going on in this epic match. Yeah, yeah, both, both good. Both a good and boy. He's been doing. Um, I think working with. Um, Z-Mac is obviously one of the great, like, creative minds here. Oh, yeah. Has given him a lot of influence, and he's worked it into his um, story a lot. Like, he literally had a whole series of role plays titled Gotta Get On His Level in reference to um, uh, Z-Mac, I'm pretty sure. And the whole time it was, like, his, um, like, Bo's family and people close to him saying, oh, you don't have to, like, be like him and stuff, but he knows that if he wants to improve, he needs to, um, like, exhibit some of the same qualities that Z-Mac does. And I think, as a handler, it's also showing that he's improving his work as, like, I noticed the um, jump-in quality, for sure. Yeah. Well, that's good. And it's great to work with o- uh, Odin, because Odin is one of the greatest minds in defending. Like, he mm-hmm. thinks about things in a way that a lot of people, I think don't think of when it comes to defending, yeah. especially stuff like roleplay, layout, shoot, stuff like that. And plus, it'd probably just be fun to work with in general, like, yeah, especially like, with the Z-Mac character. You have so much liberty to do insane yeah. shit. Yeah, because Z-Mac is a very loose character who has a lot of freedom yeah. to just do whatever he wants. Yeah, that wow. ended the career of um, Griffin 7-Eleven. Rest in peace. 
the leader of the pride. Here today, tomorrow. Uh, Claire Hawkins is supposed to come out next, but that fucking heel, Dream Daddy. <laughs> dream <wrestling>. Daddy. <laughs> dream, Dream Daddy. <laughs> Coming out with chair. What an asshole. We got an update on Kids Grove and Danny still fighting amongst themselves. <laughs> it has been 14 injuries now, and they are still out of the ring, still fighting amongst themselves. They're making their way and back. Slowly. That's how you... That's how you win the rumble. You just don't be in the ring. That's how you Vince. Get... That's how Vince McMahon won it. That's how Roman Reigns almost won it. It's how a lot of people win it. Sadly, it's goat. You can't get thrown over the top rope if you aren't in the ring. <laughs> that's like John Cena thinking, "Hey, you can't win a last man standing match if you're literally duct taped to the post and duct taped Batista's feet to the post." So he that was can't such get... a good, <laughs> that was such a goat fucking spot. Uh, that that still makes me laugh to this day because Drewards Batista was so angry about it. He's like, duct tape? Are you serious? You're gonna beat me with duct tape? I'm definitely riding and Ryan beating someone with duct tape. Oh yeah, we need to like break one of the AW belts so we can have another a an AW duct tape unification title match. Oh fuck. Anywho, uh, one of the big mystery entrants who was not announced beforehand, uh, it's your boy and mine, Roy Speed, coming out. So Roy Speed. So Roy Speed. Let me talk about Roy Speed a little bit. Roy Speed. Roy Speed. When I was just starting out in WCF, was one of the first people I ever had a like extended relationship with because we were around the same age, and like mm. we worked together as a tag team. And my first like, title reign in WCF was as tag team champions with Roy that went on until WCF had a temporary closure. And when we came back, we had a feud, and we had, like, I have a very vivid memory of having a U.S. title match with Roy that was false count anywhere. And so I got with Roy on, this will show how old I am, on AOL Instant Messenger, and we wrote out this fucking Falls Count Anywhere match spot for spot. We're like, oh, they're going to leave the arena and they're going to go and fight in the Hot Topic. And then they're going to, like, fight in the subway. <laughs> and, and and we're going to go all the way to, like, uh, a baseball park. And Roy is going to pin FPV on the home plate. It was one of – it's, like, one of those – it was a really great fun time. And, like, he left and he has always said that, like, one of his, like – regrets in WCF was that he wasn't able to get the world title before I did. <laughs> but now, look at us. The roles are reversed. He's a two-time... He's a two-time world champion. He, I told him, I said it in my like roleplay, but like, if Action Wrestling opens up a Hall of Fame, he's for sure a first balloter. No questions asked. And so, mm. like, it warms the, the coddles of my cold, dead heart to see this guy that I worked with years ago be so successful now. It makes me so happy. Mm. No, he's been really good here. He's, um... Like, he was a big boost to the Fed, especially at the start when... Obviously, there was going to be a lot of people coming here no matter what, but to get, like, a big name with a lot of history, who is obviously a great role player, to come through and uh, help build the foundations of the Fed through, like, the, uh, the world title tournament and stuff was really good. And yeah. then he started off with one of the... Uh, 
he started his feud with D-Day, which is one of the first feuds oh, that went for yeah. a yeah, good amount of time. D-Day, another guy who I met around the time I joined WCF. The day that I joined WCF, he was in a he was in the main event feud with Torture. So like, Torture basically raised D Day and be, made him who he is. And so it's nice to see D Day has come back, even though he's like not in AW at this very moment. It's nice to see another old name from the old days pop up in AW and like making a name for themselves. But uh, yeah, and they definitely got a lot of love because um in the um. Wrestle of the Year tournament, they were the number one in two um, seeds. Like, for sure. They were respected. They did a lot of good shit here. So, towards the beginning of the Fed. So, so Roy comes out and he just starts, like, beating up on people. And then, next entrant, a flash of pyro hits and scares the fuck out of everyone. And it's it's Magic Maddox. As opposed to Roy Speed, I have no idea who Magic Maddox is. Oh, yeah, this is uh, Dandy's uh, secondary. Oh, nice. Cool. Who I? Oh! Oh, oh boy, here we go, here we go. So, so Bishop, Bishop comes in and pulls a Titus World Slide and just trips, and Chris Avery, uh, Chris Avery cannot shut the fuck up. Actually, both commentators can't shut the fuck up about him falling. Yeah. So, here's what I heard from, uh, uh, and... Can you just, oh sorry, sorry to cut you off, but can you just like hear Chuck's style? Yes, this? like, like <laughs> it has become increasingly clear to me the styles of writing this match, like compared like Seth Lurch or a Jason Price mm-hmm. to, uh, to Chuck, because Chuck, <laughs> Chuck is willing to just throw in an LMFAO out of nowhere for no reason. <laughs> oh god. And like they do not talk about they do not talk about any action in this entire chunk. All they talk about is Bishop sliding. No, everyone has rage up and they slammed him down. Wow, that's like the only. Line. Oh, by the way, and then some it. fucking influences uh, on. But that. before we get to that, can we talk about the nice suplex meme? No. Nice suplex. Nice suplex. Dope, dope clothesline. <laughs> Oh, that's one of that, that, that meme makes me happy. But uh, you know what else makes me happy? See myself come in into the, into action wrestling. So fucking a headshot party. Headshot party. So uh, I had made the decision like because around the start of April, I got a message from Gravedigger on Facebook asking if I wanted to like show up for Evolution and stuff. And at that moment in time, I was like. God, I don't want to do e-fetting. Wrestling is stupid. WWE is suck. All I want to do is <laughs> all I want to do is play D and D and not do anything else. And then like, I like I had told like, I would repeatedly told anyone who asked me like, when are you gonna come to AW or when are you gonna come to WC? I was like, I'm not. I don't. I don't want to come. I don't want to do this. I was mm. being like really grumpy about it. But then like, I had like a thought. I saw that havoc was coming up. And then I saw what actually goes on in AW. I saw that Roy was here. I saw that, like, all the people that I knew were here. And that there was, like, a bunch of cool people. And I also saw there were hard word caps. Yeah. Hard word caps. That was caps. a big thing. That was for me as well. Cap. Like, anytime yeah. Gravedigger told me, anytime Gravedigger told me, oh, yeah, we have word caps, and, like, you can work at your own pace, and you don't have to write, like, 10,000-page novels. Mm. Not 10,000-page novels. 
that we that would be the yeah like whatever you would tell me about that i would be like yeah 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 that's fine i don't want to put in the effort but like when i really thought about it and when i really sat down and wrote my role play 4k is a breeze compared to like yeah. the hyper competitive wcf when it was at like its most competitive when you had flash and dune and Jared. when i was up 10k in opening matches with random character yeah. And then you got fucking roasted on the I, uh, yeah, podcast I, for it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wrote a fucking 10k against some guys who didn't even show. Uh, you know, got that's just how and it is. Fucking, and then Rhett, what did Rhett drop like 2,000? Yep. <laughs> uh, Rhett's our uh, friend from another uh, fed who came with me to uh, WCF in uh, like I think my second character at WCF but like that was ages ago, so who gives yeah. a fuck, right? <laughs> yeah, but, uh... With Eric Moreno. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, I had made the decision, like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll at least give it a shot until Evolution, and if I still want to do it, then I'll still do it. And so, like, I hit Torture up on Snapchat. I was, like, I started laying out a plan with him, started, like, talking about it, started talking with Gravedigger on Facebook. I told the only person, the only other person that I told that I was doing this was Jason Price because I told him that I was using an uh, alternate account on WCF to sign myself up for the farewell show because I didn't want to potentially spoil people that I was going to be involved in the in the Rumble match. Mm. So like the only people, the only other people who knew read my roleplay and basically figured it out on Europe. Roy Speed knew immediately because of the the RP that I posted, like. If you're Roy and you read that, there's no way that you can't figure it out. Also, I appreciate Spencer very much because Spencer basically figured it out but did not spoil anything to the Facebook chat. He's just like, oh, interesting. And so everyone had to, like, wonder for themselves who was this mystery person. Mm. I knew because the only other person I've seen use a doc in their roleplay was, uh... Well, I've seen people do it, but the only one that came to recent memory was, like, Flash at, like, uh... The Last War. And I was like, oh, this isn't his writing style. And I just kept reading, and I'm like, oh, this is pretty much the same shit he did against fucking David Sanchez for the for the final oh. destination briefcase. I'm like, oh, yeah. The, like, yeah. Oh, the, the doc's back. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Back. The, the good, I, 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 I really like that doctor character, and I want to use him as much as I can. Like, yeah, I love... I liked it. He's a good, he has a good diatribe. like, I tell you that your life's in danger and you go and find a hardcore match. I tell you that you're fine and you talk about retiring. What the fuck kind of sense does that make? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> He's really good. He's one of my favorites. But, uh, mm. yeah, I come in and Tor told me, now, I'm not saying that Roy is in this match, but hypothetically, if he was, <laughs> it'd be really dope to have a spot where you stare down and then start headshotting everyone in existence. And I'm like, yo, that sounds really good. I'm sad that it's not going to happen because he's not booked. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I go in with Roy and then we just start super kicking people. And like, it's a good time. I love I love in the middle of all this, Tort decides to just start doing the like spacing between letters bit that like yeah. no one his age does. My God. <laughs> FPV is H-O-T. <laughs> FPV is H-O-T. That's my new catchphrase. FPV is H-O-T. <laughs> but, uh, 
Another about that some random dude no one cares about. Let's go on to Timothy James of the Oh uh, yeah, love of love the, the talent enhancers. So, uh, who are the talent enhancers? <laughs> they are the greatest goddamn thing in this fucking fed, and I will accept no substitute. Okay. Um, if, I'm pretty sure I one really... of their pick bases is um, Mike Bibby. I think they're yeah. both. I think <laughs> they're both Mike Bibby. Mike Bibby and who's the goddamn other guy? Shit. Uh, Chris Webber. Oh. oh yeah. 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 <laughs> now I will point. I will point out. Tort gives me like that really good running start, and then after that initial flurry, and after the bit with Roy, all I do is just take moves from other people. <laughs> FPV turns Timothy around and goes for another headshot. Timothy ducks, and FPV gets a German suplex for the balls. Nice suplex. No, we had to do it to you. Yeah, yeah, I had to do it. But the good thing is, it makes the nickname Frank the Tank sound like even more apt because I take a lot of moves, but I take a long time to get out. But uh, That's true. That's true. next up, we got Carly Nash. Jesus, I, I recognize. What, what, what did you just say? We're only up to 20. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, we're, uh, an, we're an hour and 11 minutes into this podcast. Oh, fuck. Uh, I, I recognize Carly Nash vaguely from UCI around the time that I was leaving. I don't know anything mm-hmm. else about Carly Nash. Carly Nash is great. Shows up every week. Good. Always. Yeah, has had multiple... Like, even has a tag team that she handles, like, solely. Um, been Yeah, really consistent. Has had um some good matches... She's been in world, a world title match against um, SJW, I'm pretty sure. She's had a um, UCI title match against Holidays. She's got an opportunity. She's been in the running for the tag titles. Like, she's always around somewhere. Yeah. It's, it's good. always... It's good, like, you, it's good when your character always has, like, a direction to go and isn't just, like, running around listless with nothing to do. And the thing is, I'm pretty sure, like, I'm not 100% certain, but... She rarely no-shows, I'm pretty sure. So it's also good that when you see her on the card, you know that you're going to get something for the match. Yeah. Which you can't say about everyone, fucking Corey. Yo, what up? <laughs> I love how he doesn't even He's like, yeah, it's me. Yeah, oh, I, we, I we talk about this like once a week. I literally posted a fucking meme as my Havoc roleplay. Like, I yeah. can't deny it. And I fucking predicted him as the winner. <laughs> yeah, bitch. That's what you fucking get. <laughs> Psych, motherfucker, you thought. But, but... I'm, uh, actually, I'm going to have to run and be right back real quick. Just keep going. Okay. So, uh, Carly Nash comes in and immediately picks up Bishop and, like, dumps him over the top rope. Oh, like, funny thing I wanted to point out. I remember when I won the all-in briefcase, um, Spencer, like, I'm pretty sure Spencer in the chat was black to me. Oh, you, you should um, cash in on Carly Nash's gold medal, <laughs> and, and then and then Ryan will be able to proclaim that he's like the only Olympic gold medalist in in action wrestling. <laughs> and I forget the event that uh, she's like uh, she's uh, a gold medalist for, but obviously it's a women's gold medal. 
for just a metrosexual looking fucking male. <laughs> you should have a light on a profile, and uh, you should probably move to uh, the boy Zemac at 21. Oh boy, Zemac, the man needs no introduction. <laughs> he no. comes in and immediately, like, hits me with a hip toss like he usually did back in the dub. Mm. Oh, oh, and the tag champs are both in the same ring at the same time. That's amazing. <laughs> they just mm. start beating everyone up. They, they eliminate Titan Jacks. Uh, so, to recap, at the moment, the ring consists of Hazel, Rage, Kemp, Speed, Maddox, Carly, FPV, and the Cocaine Cowboys. And then coming mm. right coming right up is uh, is Jace Wilds, unless you wanted to talk about Z-Mac a little bit more. Oh, no, I wasn't going to talk about Zemak. I was just going to point out that there's a lot of people who last a pretty decent amount of time in this match. Like Hazel, for instance, came in like around. I'm pretty sure she gets oh, yeah. thrown out somewhere in like the 20s. Like, there were a lot of good showings in this match that people can take from. But yeah, um, Jace came in and Jace was... um. I'm yeah, surprised looking at Jace. Like, he is like kind of a main eventer, which yeah, is nice to see. Yeah, a lot, um, which um, can be credited to Chuck gives opportunities to um everyone like yeah. he, like jace had been around for a long time as um dark specter like when i started as ryan i was going up against dark specter who was jace wilds in a mask everyone's jace wilds in a mask so that's but, where um, that that's where that mean yeah. comes from yeah 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 and um yeah he'd been around he'd won a 201 title he'd had some great matches in 201 and then um yeah, when our Beach Crew got to book their own pay-per-view from winning war games against Fight Smart, that's a fucking mouthful. Um, basically, the way we wrote it was that Ryan didn't see anyone worthy of fighting for the for his world title. So he was going to wait a week to pick someone who stood out to him. But instead, Camilla came out and was like, you know what, you're fucking going up against Jace Wilds, whether you like it or not. And then it cuts to the back and everyone's hyped for Jace and then Jace when we role played the matches were actually really close and he actually like put in like solid work that got him a lot of respect from management and especially a lot of the other writers and he elevated himself to like the uh yeah like the upper card nice and that's why yeah you can see in even as uh Chuck writes yeah like he's referring to him as a heavy hitter and a lot of people thought he would have a pretty good showing here. Yeah. I always like when those, like, fringe guys manage to, like, elevate themselves to, like, the upper mm. echelons of the bed. Uh, I think a lot of people knew that... Because a lot of people have ability, but they, they don't necessarily write long enough, or... And that's the great thing about AW with these word counts. Mm. Everyone is on an yeah. even playing field. It's not... If you threw Jace Wilds against Joey Flash when Joey Flash was regularly writing, like... 4k plus to like like 8k for like mm. his matches like there would be no chance but like since everyone is on like the 4k playing field it's a lot more competitive. yeah it a bit. and yeah even someone like um spencer was saying like yeah jace is one of the people that is like just there but with a bit of a push could be at that main event level and he ended up getting to that level it's just a matter of staying there now i guess and yeah. being consistent with it which is good yeah oh hey look you decided to show back up you motherfucker <laughs> jace wolves uh coming jace up Wolf, next yeah. we've got we've got we've got <laughs> uh, fucking jared 
Well, coming up, coming up next, we've got some more theme burials as familiar music hits. Yeah, he didn't give any his theme music. Yeah, poor, poor Scott. So so Scott Slayer comes out, and he is debuting from WCF. Yeah, he's another guy from and WCF. And he unfortunately did not submit any music in on time, but, eh, it happens. Oh, welcome. Yeah, welcome to Scott Slayer. I don't know who you are, but I'm I'm ready to see what you bring to the table. I read, yeah, I read some of his stuff from uh, WCF, actually. And, and hey. Because, um... Uh, he was a tag team with a Singh. Well, not a tag team with Singh, but him and Singh were tag team as a, in a part of the WCF Tag League. Uh, and it was pretty much Steven Singh fucking, I'm pretty sure, like, costing him and Scott Slayer being like, oh, fuck you, I'm going to destroy you and, like, beating him up or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Singh. Nice. Uh, Slayer is kind of, like, in this match, he gets a little bit of a mini push as he throws Bobby Rage, the undefeated Bobby Rage, over the top of him, who lasted a pretty good long amount of time, so... Yeah, and keep, like, um, I'm pretty sure Chuck low-key organized this, because these guys are all, like, pretty similar. Like, Slayer and Rage are both, like, in yeah. the teens. Yeah. So, we, should, which is... we should make a division in AW for all the teen writers. Yeah, so now I need to get added to that feud, and we've got, like, the circle. Of, uh, yeah, like whenever, yeah. whenever any, whenever anyone asks how old Roy is, he always groups me and NVL with him in the same and Day <laughs> in the same age range because we're all around <laughs> the same age. And uh, Corey uh, Creepy Nev always thinks that we're perpetually thirteen years old. Yeah, we need to put Lee in the teenager division where he belongs. Where uh, he belongs. Hey, just one more year, I'll be good. <laughs> and uh so, Wait, Frank, so how old are you anyway i am 23 years old you are only two years older than me <laughs> yeah frank's acting like he's fucking 30 up in here <laughs> fucking old ass young ass bitch <laughs> uh, <laughs> which one like the life of pablo old ass <laughs> old ass young ass which one uh so we got a we get we get a big one coming in we get qdt coming in Hi. Oh boy. Taking his love affair of Rotham. So he comes in he, he, he yeah. comes in and within seconds he immediately gets an elimination. Yeah, also congratulations for breaking the um Yeah. Eleven elimination record. Eleven people eleven in, in that's, a, a, that's 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 insanity. Like eleven uh, god. The eleven god. <laughs> God, everyone. Seven, is... eleven, God. You can take these, Griffin. But um, two oh fuck, two oh one, and fun, God. I think this also shows that um, for what you were saying earlier about hardcore people who want to, who like response shoot, QDT did a fair amount of um, response shoot, which some people might not like, but. Oh well. Yeah. It, great. Like, the response shoot is a thing that happens. It has its place in e-fetting. Uh, it's it is what it is. It's fine. And but it like, wasn't like a lot of it wasn't like stuff that was too bad. Like a lot of it was just people discrediting him because he was in the two hundred one. Oh yeah. And he's like, oh, that's a stupid point. He's basically like, oh, you you're all fucking dumb for just making that point. Like, it wasn't terrible. As far as this one shoot goes. Yeah. So we get QDT being a boss immediately after he enters into the Rumble. And then we get Kennedy Matthews coming in. Uh, any info on Kennedy that I should know about? Uh, 
Or in uh, Jace Wilds, I think. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Don't clap uh, for that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't clap for me clapping, you goddamn coward. Uh, but nah, Kennedy's, um... Kennedy's solid. And, um... She put up a good... Uh... Roleplay for, um... Havoc. And I think she was a bit disappointed about... Is it weird when I say she for a character that's handled by a male? I'm just gonna say she, fuck it. Yeah, like, it's, it's fine. It's 2019, um, who gives a shit about gender anymore? She was, yeah. she was, um... I think a bit disheartened about not finishing top 10 because she thought she had a top 10 roleplay. Which is up for debate, because like I said, fucking... 1 through the 20, like, there were heaps of good roleplays, but, um... I think, we're, like, what we have to keep in mind is that the final four were the only people that were judged in order, and everything else was kind of random. Mm. Which is why someone like Lincoln, who, even though he dropped a good roleplay and entered last, still got eliminated fairly quickly. Yeah. So. And I appreciate that, I appreciate that, like, compared to War, there is at least a little bit of transparency in regards to, like, ranking within the match. Because with War, Seth never discloses, like, how he viewed that. So it's just kind of a crapshoot. But at least now, there's, like, at least in this Heaven Rumble, you have, like, an idea, like, hey, if you get eliminated before, like, top four, it's just whatever. It's just, like, a story or nothing. Um, So before the the next entrant, which is a big entrant, but I do want to point out the spot where I eliminate Speed, just because it makes me feel good inside. <laughs> Fucking Mark. I'm a Mark for myself. Shut up. All good Bad. world champion. All good. All good world. God, I'm a Mark for myself, and I can't talk. But like, yeah, FPV and Speed are like kill kicking ass, and then I just dump Roy out and say, "Sorry, kid, nothing personal." Personal, <laughs> kid. And then immediately after that, we get, like, a big, big surprise entrance. We get the Noble Savage. Oh. I don't don't know if it's the Noble Savage or if it's just the name Noble Savage, so. I think think it's just Noble Savage, but still, I mean, the B in front of it works, too. Yeah, but, like, I don't know a thing about Noble Savage. All I know is, all I know is that Noble Savage is the WCF World Champion, and that's good enough for me. Oh, wow. Come on, you gotta be, you gotta be more accurate, Frank. Come on. But no, nah, um, <laughs> had to Jesus. Do it to him. Jesus. <laughs> no, nah, um, I'm interested to see. Like, I'm pretty sure she's getting around. I think because yeah. of the closing, it's yeah. gonna be good because I think she's, she obviously won the war. I think she like she signed up an account on the board. Mm. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Uh, also, she comes in immediately, hits me with a belly to belly. So I'm just taking more damage. Track the tag. Yeah. Coming in up next, it's uh, Matt Draven. Yeah, Matt Draven. <laughs> I think, no, no. I think I was trying to remember who uh, fucking handled Draven because it's someone. I think it's Claire Hawkins who's handling Oh, okay. Is, so is Matt Draven a side character or? I believe so. Uh, okay. I what's going on right now. Okay. I, I I don't feel bad for not saying anything because I legitimately don't know anything. So it's on you two to not say anything. It, it, yeah, it is. Yeah, so I was, I was trying I to... Back, I fucking don't read enough for a place. Yeah. By the <laughs> way... know everyone. By the way, 
more Dandy and Kids Grove nonsense right behind the announcers in the crowd. Oh, you know it. Kids Grove with a garbage can back of Dandy's head. Oh, you woke him up, mate. Coming up next, no music. Wrestler X from the 201 division just steps out from behind the curtain. Wrestler X. I have, a, I have no idea. Wrestler X is goat. Wrestler X, Mikey X? I don't know. I don't know. So, it's standing Kids Grove. Wrestler X. Wrestler X's entrance is... Uh, Wrestler X is apparently a woman. I did not know that. Uh, she gets in the ring, and the rest of these, uh, the rest of this block is dedicated to Kids Grove and Dandy finally getting back into the ring. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Dandy Kids Grove in the ring. There's Kemp, Blaze, Zmac, Maddox, FPV, Nash, Wild Slayer, QDT, Kennedy, Matthews, Noble Savage, and Matt Draven. There's a lot of people in this ring at once for a lot of this match. And that's why uh, it's just FPV taking moves the entire time. Yeah. Uh, more theme burial insert music here that torture was too lazy to look up Jared I feel like this was literally just a troll for Michael probably I <laughs> imagine just a spot <laughs> oh Jared oh Mike so so Jared uh, I get the I get the sense that Jared Holmes is like only part time as a competitor uh, he's our, yeah he's our manager Okay, I know he's a manager because he's been talking shit about me on the internet boards, as I mm. fully expected him to. He's he's um, like he's like a god tier heel. Yeah. Um. He he's role played. He role played for War Games, which is a four v four like stable versus stable match. Yeah. And then for this one here, and he's done a few segments here and there that he's written. But he yeah he's mostly part time. Huh. That's fine. Uh, oh, big one coming up next. Shadow Love at number 30. <laughs> Shadow yes. Love! Your oh, own man. personal Jesus. Hey, <laughs> Is that like a mariachi, like Depeche Mode cover band personal Jesus? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, boy, you know it. <laughs> uh, Shadow Love in the ring. I love Shadow Love. The, the, the thing I love about Shadow Love compared to everyone else, and this goes for both his role plays and also the posts he does out of character. He has like a choice of words and a vocabulary that I have never seen anyone else on the face of the earth use. And it's amazing. He does he just talks differently than you and I do. And Wait, it's... he just threw wrestler X into the ring. <laughs> so Wrestler X had not made it into the ring yet. So <laughs> so the big joke was that Shadow Love would take like a million years to get to the ring. Instead, Wrestler X takes a million years to get into the ring. He, he takes a rage, he throws her into the ring, and then just throws her right back out. Mm. And then uh, we go on a Shadow Love eliminating everyone. Yeah, Shadow Love goes on a tear for the next couple minutes. It's really good. He got he got Zmac as well. He got four people. He got in... yeah. Also, can we uh, talk about how Shadow Love eliminates Zmac? Just before Odin. I was forget. just about to mention that because I <laughs> just because I they, just they can't be in the same place at the same time or else the fucking universe will explode. <laughs> oh. Yeah, coming up next, Odin. So Odin, reading commentary, he was in action wrestling for a time, and now he's back. Um, was he at the Lost Havoc? Maybe. I maybe think that might have been it. 
Yeah. Because I don't remember him having like a stint here. Yeah, he's just norm he's just been C Mac for the most of the time here. Yeah. I think he it probably would have been at the last Havoc then. Because yeah. yeah. That's probably what that's referencing to. Yeah. But uh Odin, I don't really need to say anything about Odin. He is the all father. He's yeah. He or whenever whenever when I whenever I see him in a war match or a rumble match of any sort, he's always like my favorite to win just because he does extremely well in these matches. Mm. Uh, and then we get we get a big <laughs> we get a big development. Dandy finally manages to eliminate Kids Grove. That's not the last we'll see of Kids Grove. But more theme burial, some dope fucking theme music for Chris Eno. Jesus Christ, Tort. Tort is too powerful. <laughs> it's like the like an untitled, unnamed, like the dopest set of beats you've ever heard in your life. And then right underneath that, uh, NVL, fucking unnamed violin. Well, that's actually, well, that's actually yeah, that's, what, uh... that's actually his. That's actually his oh, theme that music. actually called? Yeah, it's unnamed. Uh, viol- he just comes out to creepy violin music. Yeah, like that's, li- that's legit. Uh, I thought this was another burial. No, it's not. That's that's real. That was that one. That's just his thing. Yeah. Uh, cool. Let's see. Anything else before the entrance? No, we get right up to. Oh no, Scott Slayer gets eliminated. Carly Nash gets eliminated. A couple people get eliminated. Uh, and then NVL comes in and is immediately eliminated by Shadow Love. <laughs> that is, I think that's a pretty big, like, I, it's not a burial of NVL, because NVL is obviously, like, he didn't show, but, like, Shadow Love, that's a pretty, like, a pretty good that's elimination. A, like, that's a big some, elimination. Someone like NVL, who, like, made mm-hmm. a big name for himself in WCF, that's a good name to have on your resume of yeah. people eliminated. And yeah, for sure. Also, I love yeah. the I love the mistake in the middle of all of this where Shadow Love. That puts NBL at five eliminations. NBL <laughs> so go he eliminated five people before he even. <laughs> <laughs> like there were five people in the waiting, but like he came in with a chair and just like pinned the mortal. <laughs> but right after that, we get the big Mike. Michael X, Mikey Extreme coming into the havoc room. What I love about, what I love about, I love that Tort was in the chat like, yeah, we got all these mystery guys. Uh, Mikey didn't give a shit about hiding himself. He just posted an RP in the havoc sport. I mean, that's the way to do it. That's the way to. That's a good way to do it. It's just like, no, I don't give a shit about about hiding myself. Here I am, trying to come at me. You can't. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna win. Yeah. Yeah, we'll probably get to him later. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to him. Question. Yeah, we'll get to Michael later. But like, he the is man, the, legend. the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, Wrestler X. I never really thought that he got like his big book in WCF. While I was there, at least I might have he, seen. Nah, he won on Ultimate Showdown. That's and, uh, that's that's good. Mm. But then he came up against um, Odin, I think, like the month after or something, which was a tough. That's Ugh. a tough ask. Yeah, that's a so, that's a biggie. He didn't have the reign that he probably would have wanted, but he did beat the best of the best of yeah. the showdown, which was good shit. Yeah. I'm not lying when I say I'm half chub right now. Best commentary. <laughs> best commentary. <laughs> that's how you know it's a fucking like, Medi- chuck this shit. Medically speaking, I haven't seen my dick in 10 years. <laughs> 
Oh, Chuck. Chuck. Uh, we're moving on to Lizzie Hope. Uh, anything that I should know about on Lizzie Hope? As we, uh, we slowly, slowly start, like, getting less AW people and more surprise people. Uh, Lizzie Hope's relatively new, and she seemed pretty promising. Like, she's done, she dropped some role plays and people... There's a lot of people thinking she'll be, like, next up, sort of, in terms of, like, moving up the card, like, at a pretty quick rate. Yeah. Um, I think with her, she kind of tripped up a bit with the Rumble RP, because it was all shoot. Oof. Yeah. Which, it really do be like that. Sometimes it, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. But she lost, I'm pretty sure she, um, lost a decent amount. I think she gets eliminated around like 49, so she entered the 35, so she still did that's well. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Yeah, but, I know, sometimes those all-shoot role plays don't get as, um, much love as you might have expected. Sometimes it works, like Spencer and one of his war matches did like all-shoot and came like third, and mm-hmm. then there's other times where it just doesn't work out, so it was just unlucky. Yeah. Uh, coming up next, someone I actually do know, uh, how do you pronounce his last name? Dinero? I've always said Diderot in my head, but okay. I have no I'm idea. Tr- I'm not. I'm not attempting. Uh, hippo baby Harry Diderot. I know this handler. He he uh, yeah. handled uh, what the fuck was his name? Lester Parrish. Yeah, Lester Parrish in WCF, and I like really. Oh. I was a big fan of Lester Parrish. I thought he was like one of those like really fringe guys who wrote really like actual good prose. Yeah. So seeing yeah. him as another weird character in AW makes me happy. Because he does weird characters really well. Yeah. Love him. Love him to death. uh, And speaking of Brotherhood, coming up is uh, TFK, otherwise known as Kevin Bishop. Oh, yeah. I am a big fan of the Kev, and I am glad to see him here. Uh, I don't know much about his new character, though, but... Oh, TFK's great. Yeah, he's a former U.S. champion, so that's counting Mm. for something. He likes the gimmick so well. Yeah. Well, it's so good. Like, you make a random post about, like, some random, like, uh, character with, like, an attractive, like, pick base will make a post on the internet boards, and TFK will pop in, like, oh, you'd be great for my next project. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, no. (laughs) Well, well, less like that and more like, oh, you know, my films, but... Oh, wow. Wow. (laughs) It's great. Wow. like, even, like, I remember once I posted a segment for um, Beach Crew, and he took the segment, put it on the internet boards, and then wrote that TFK was backstage directing the segment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try and find it while we fucking move on or something. That, is, fucking, that, is, a, that is a power move. <laughs> it is so good. Oh. Uh, Oh, another big entrant, the last year's winner, Wade Moore. Will Moore. Yeah, Will Moore. Willie Moore. Right. Yeah, like, Wade, one of those guys where I'm just like, what is is there to say about him? He is the best. He's he's a world champion. He's a Havoc winner. Uh, Shit. God, I love Wade. Great guy out of character. Great. Awesome guy out of character. Mm. Amazing. And, and he comes... Um, he he com- Andre Holmes are going to uh, compete one day at a WrestleMania. Yes. Because they're, uh, they're both training. So Yes. We got that to look forward to. Yes, he will. And he comes into this having match, and he just starts, like, 
dunking on everyone with cannonballs. <laughs> and then we get probably one of my favorite parts of the rumble. <laughs> when this happened in the chat, I lost my shit. Stop <laughs> the motherfucking suffering. Like, I saw Master Poets and I'm like, no, no, there's <laughs> no way. There's no way. And then it actually happened. I was ecstatic. Seth Lurch masses Seth book itself. And then, yeah, apparently um, Chuck was saying that uh, how Wade, like, uh, eliminated him. I don't know if he, like, he was being legit, but he's like, oh, this is like a choose-your-own kind of adventure <laughs> thing. Like, I just did, like, what everyone said. Like, either punch him or, um, or um, shake his hand. But the thing is, immediately when that option popped up, literally everyone just flooded the chat with B. Oh, no, no, no. I, I said shake his hand. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, but you, but you all... But you also suck, so... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it doesn't count for nothing. <laughs> but no, yeah. Seth coming into action wrestling, I, 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 it, that made me so happy. I loved it so much. Oh, I've seen... He's climbing up the steps. He's getting in the ring. What is his deal? <laughs> Just wins it. <laughs> Seth Lurch is going to evolution, boys and girls. <laughs> well, wait. I'm going to read, like, a little bit from this fucking TFK um, thing that he put up on, like, the uh, oh, AW pl Network. Please. <laughs> TFK, queue up Jarrah's barrage, and can we silence the added-in fan reactions, please? <laughs> <laughs> and then he takes all my thing, and it's like, oh, Jared Holmes, shut the fuck up. Your champion has something to say. TFK, great delivery, great delivery. Ryan cracks a smile at this, nodding. A perfect shot of the million-dollar smoke from Ryan. Thank you, camera monkeys. <laughs> at the end he's like um he's like money ryan is fucking money and then he look at uh ryan looks at arid uh and then he's like this is the beginning of a brilliant movie to come boys drink that shit in man because <laughs> he's got the jericho paper. yeah okay so <laughs> So, so, so TFK is a heel that much I've gathered. Is he affiliated officially in any way with Beach Crew? Uh, no. Uh, him and Ryan, like, because they're both uh, from uh, Boston, like, when Ryan was a face, even when TFK was, like, a heel, sort of, like, in the beginning, like, they were kind of, like, friendly towards one another, and, like, uh -huh. they never got put in a match. So we were always, like, pretty chill on the IT boards, and then... I'm pretty sure we all love the fucking character, so we just, like... Well, man, like, when we interact with him, it's, like, positive interactions, but he's not, like, a part of the stable or anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, but we love it. We love us some TFK, so... Yeah. Uh, another big name coming up, Casey Holiday, All In, baby. All In. We're probably going to talk more about her later as well. I think there's oh. a question. Oh, speaking, about... speaking of the... Uh... Gordon Ramsay pick base making his debut, Lance Walker. It's fucking raw. It's fucking raw. Did I um, did I post for Havoc? I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't. No. I think she, uh, I think she was uh, late, wasn't she? Late. Yeah, late. Mm. But but probably the biggest part of the match, the Doom Squad finally shows up mm. to fuck Get up Jace to fuck up Jace's day. Because Jace, as soon as Lance Walker gets in the ring, Jace goes on like a tear and like hits a bicycle kick and a knee and like everyone yeah jace immediately eliminates lance walker and everyone's like oh jace walker's doing so good uh, jace walker mm. jace wild jace, walker. <laughs> jace, jace world. world 
Chase World. No, the the thing with um like all the Doom Squad and stuff was at the point was that every time they attacked Jace, Jace would just fuck them up because none of them could wrestle. But ah. as it got um like it was just a bunch of goons, yeah. But as it got towards closer and closer towards the reveal, there was one that would actually be able to take out Jace. Mm. Like one that actually knew wrestling moves, which is why they referenced that. I'm pretty sure. Uh, uh, and they like, uh, they unmasked two members of the Doom Squad. The first one is Johnny Maverick from Rebel Pro Wrestling, who and obviously means something to the character of Jace Wilds. But like when mm. that reveal happened in the chat, everyone's like, "Who is this guy? I have no idea who this is." And it was like very very deflated. But then, but yeah. then. The big reveal. The what the hell? Shit, fire, and prestigious at that time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then it's the boy. The it's king of all wrestlers. Uh, the king of all wrestlers, Corey Black, is in AW, and he was on the Doom Squad. I think in hindsight, people could have figured out because Doom Squad is a DC superhero thing, and Kurt is a big mark for superheroes. But, but. Also, I love that apparently Corey Black just has a golden eye patch. I don't know why, but he he has a golden eye patch that's pimp as shit. Is it meant to be a Logan reference? I think. I oh, people like people saw the golden eye patch and they're like, no, 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 it better not be Logan. No. <laughs> Look at his face. Not. This is unfreaking real. Jace doesn't understand. Jace is so confused. Hell, I'm confused. <laughs> this is actually yeah, this is really cool to have a story oh, here because he's been is. here for, he's had like matches here like I know he he was in the all in match and he was oh, he oh. went up against um Cause, Alvarez because what, uh, what I thought was that this was his first time ever showing up in AW no 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 oh man so he showed up uh he um I think he lost to Al yeah uh, Al over yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Corey was kind of, like, helping build some of the, like, people who were primed, I guess, to go to the main event. Like, he gave a lot of credibility to the all-in match, which, yeah. obviously, when Ryan won it, I used it a lot. Like, oh, I took out Corey Black. I didn't really, but obviously, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, oh, I beat Corey Black and yeah. Dune, because Dune won it too. So. And then Al won, I'm pretty sure. So he he was he was really cool about that, like helping give other names a boost here, and that now he's yeah. back. So we'll see what yeah. he does with our This is, this was a big moment, and it ends with Corey Black pulling a Ministry of Darkness Undertaker, eliminating Jace Wilds, and carrying him out of the ring and onto the <laughs> ramp. <laughs> uh, and then immediately after that, a wrestler comes out by the name of Iman, and then Iman immediately gets eliminated by Shadow Love. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna flex my mod knowledge on y'all. Okay. This was a fuck up. Oh. So, Eamon roleplayed. He debuted. He was supposed to be debuting here, mm. and Tor missed it. He or I think he, oh. I think the thing with Tor was he thought I think he mixed Eamon up with Baz, who didn't show for Havoc. Ooh mm. no. And so, yeah, that's this whole thing. They've talked it over. It's all fine. But, okay, okay, good. But I'm so, oh, that knowing that in hindsight, that's actually really sad. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that's that was a complete fuck up on on uh their part. It was a rough. That's I mean, it's hard to keep everything in 
Yeah, I mean, there's so much shit. During yeah. a match like this, it's hard to keep everything straight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the funny, the funniest thing, though, is I'm almost certain because, you know, the Conor McGregor thing was like a joke that had been, you know, planned well in advance. It even shows up, but I think his fucking pig face is actually Conor McGregor. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that makes, that's also kind of funny. Yeah. So I, I was in the chat and I read the line, he is up. I had shot on Dandy. Dandy's out. I thought I had eliminated Dandy, but I just knocked him out. I was so confused for a moment. And then QDT eliminates me like a fuckboy. Mm. Um, oh, shit, yeah. Eamon did roleplay. It was 3,000 words. Oh, no! Yeah. Oh. Like, it was good. And that was, like... Jesus, that's so sad. Oh, man. Eamon should get, like, a... Like a like a complimentary television title match because of that. <laughs> Compensation. Yeah. Compensation. Well, anyways, uh, we got we got we got Big Spence, the boy. Spence Spence is good in these types of matches. He shows. Yeah. His, um... It's like like you said, like he did that one war match where he made like top three or some shit. Yeah, yeah. He um. He has a like really good understanding of how to like structure a yeah. role play for these type of matches. So anyone who yeah. thought maybe they struggled or didn't do as well as ever, I'd suggest reading a Spencer or just Spencer in general. Like yeah. it's really um and like, really good. He 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 talks about it and like I never thought of it this way, but it makes sense that he would describe it using this label. Like he has a good understanding of EFET theory. Like he just knows like the mechanics of what goes on when you write a role play in a match like this or just a match in general so yeah and he's just improved in general as a writer yeah like, there's a, a there's a, there's there's hype spots where spencer and jared are going at it and mm. it just is hype as shit yeah and because spencer's built so many like threads of stories like with beach crew mm. with Lynn and stuff he's always gonna have something to fall back to and he's always gonna be relevant so well, yeah, that's we, another thing people can take, like, from his character. He knows how to like sell himself and yeah. get involved in stories, which is uh, why he'll always be like near the main event or in the main event. Yeah, we can we can skip over this next jobber. No one gives a shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. Honestly, <laughs> and the, uh, Alexander Pasternak. I have no idea who this guy is, but it's James, so I know it's terrible. Yeah, I mean that's not incorrect. The great thing about having a person on a podcast is I can bury them to their face and it's fine because I could just say, "Oh, it's a joke." It's a way. I mean, even if you're serious, you're not wrong. <laughs> it's it's even great when you, the person that you're burying helps you bury them. The, it's like y'all cowards can't bury me harder than I can bury myself. Exactly. Y'all cowards don't even smoke crack. <laughs> the best thing about Pastanak right, is that uh -huh. everyone knows. And acknowledges that if you see an Alexander Pasternak roleplay and it's actually a proper roleplay, you're probably going to lose. <laughs> but <laughs> the chances of him roleplaying are like 80% that he's not going to and then like 20% that he might. Ooh. <laughs> so he's on, he, out. He's, on like, he's on that Brock Lesnar scale of giving in effort. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, big elimination. Jared Holmes, I don't know, or just a limit. Cal Kemp, who has been in the match for a shitload of time. 
Well, Dandy is still in the match after after being in at number one. So yeah. both these guys get big props, and then we get uh, we get a guy who was on earlier in the night and got a lot of like refresh time. Derek Bacon comes back in. Uh, he's ready to uh, kick ass and chew bubble gum, and he's all out of gum. Oh yeah, something. yeah. And uh, just I want to like something out. Just about, like um, yes, yes. Um, how Camp was in at twelve, right? And Danny's been in at one. Suggestion for next havoc. I get why they did the final four as the only gel plays, but I don't think that might have been the best way to go about it because yeah. Danny was in at one, right? And he came. He, can, he lasted all the way to five or something. But someone who might have had an equally good roleplay but did in at 47 or something, I don't know, like a random number, um, gets eliminated a lot quicker. That's why I think it should be like a final top 10 sort of thing. Like, you're always going to have the issue about people who think they should have lasted longer or something. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think sometimes... Some characters get built more than others. Not saying that Danny didn't deserve it because he dropped a fucking amazing roleplay, but I don't know. Just you, something to think about. You hear that, Chuck? Yeah, you hear <laughs> no, that, Chuck? On them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, some people that roleplayed might not have gotten as good of a shot yeah, as they could have. Yeah, that's it's a very salient point to make. Um, but it's always going to happen in this sort of match, so yeah. it's sort of like something that just happens. And I know, like, the number one spot usually gets, like, pushed very far, but, like, in one of these matches, I would like to see, like, a number one person come out and last, like, eight minutes and they get eliminated. Because I always feel like, oh, we're going to have the number one person or the number two person, and they're going to last a shit long amount of time. And I'm like, yeah. well, you kind of, I'm like... I'm guilty of this. Yeah, you spoil like, the spot. Yeah, you, spo- <laughs> you spoil the spot because everyone does that spot now where someone enters early and lasts a dick load amount of time, like, maybe switch mm-hmm. it up and just, like... Yeah, there's always, like, an Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. And that's fine. I love Iron Man, but, like, sometimes it's nice to uh, keep God, him on their toes. God, stop with your fantasizing. Keep that to the private chats. <laughs> that's that's for, the, that, that's for the $15 tier on Patreon. Stop putting it on the free shit. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, shit, boys. We're almost done. 47. Yeah, we got Alex Richards. Yeah. Has Alex Richards been in AW before? Yeah. Okay. He's been here a, a few times, yeah. Like, okay. he's come on and off. Yeah. So, like, he comes in and Nova Savage just, like, looks at him and starts getting at it with him because he's in the world title picture in the dub. Yeah. Well, he's the world champion. Yes. Yes, he is. He's not um, just in the picture. He is the he picture. Is the- <laughs> the big fucking picture to fit a big fucking boy. <laughs> oh. You know, yeah, you, you know yeah, how much Richards I'm keeping here a few times. Well, that's good. Richards is a good dude. He's one. Of, he's like, he's like one of those like Lester Parish types who is really good at writing weird shit. The only thing is, his weird shit actually gets him to the world title picture somehow. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was also really close to um beating um, Holiday in the final match for the UCI title. Ooh. So Alex Richards could have been all in. Almost. Ooh. Almost. But not quite. Not quite. And coming so I'm up, sure he'll do well here if he uh, sticks around. Coming up at 48, it's Chase Jackson. Uh, I don't know who Chase Jackson is. That's uh, 
Chucks. Um, oh yeah, Chase Jackson. I remember him now. He's from. Yeah. Uh, he was in the beginning of UCI. I remember him now. Yeah, yeah. Go King. That was actually hilarious uh, that he was in the beginning of UCI because in the uh, in Casey Holiday's roleplay against him for the UCA title, she's like, "Who even is Chase Jackson? No one cares about." Him. And fucking Tort puts up on as Chase Jackson on her internet feed. Oh, how could you forget about me? I was one of the main. I was one of the first people in UCI. Or shit. <laughs> I just got pressed that the UCI champion completely forgot about his existence. <laughs> the, 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 the thing is. I'm pretty sure that in that world title tournament, Kyle Cameron beat Chase Jackson in the tournament. He, <laughs> I might be incorrect to think that, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened. I could be uh, wrong. Though. Yeah, no. Because no. I remember... I've, cause this is just a thing I do now. Because uh, the world title tournament the first in UCI, I was a semifinalist there as Aaron Post, and I faced uh, Chase Jackson at the first pay-per-view for the fucking Rising Stars belt, so... Oh, yeah. 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 Coming coming up at number 49, Estrella Louise. Mm-hmm. God. That has, that has to be weird in one of these matches where, like, you don't know that you're going... You're coming in so late until you're mm. just barely at the end. Like... Lincoln, like, knew he's going to be a 50, so that was yeah. a given. But Estrella is second to last, so you have mm. to be in chat for, like, an hour and 45 minutes or something like that just to yeah. get to you getting in the ring. Yeah. And that's what I was saying before. Like, she dropped a decent role play, but um, gets eliminated fairly quickly, yeah, which it's, it's it unfor- happens. It's unfortunate, but it happens. Yeah. yeah. And then... As long as- Keep, keep going. Yeah. I was going to say, we finally got uh, our last entrant, number 50, Lincoln... How do you pronounce that last name? Keekly? Keekly? Yeah, we, I don't pronounce it like we, that. I pronounce I, it weirdly. I, just, I, I know people just call him Link, so I'll just call him Link. But uh, yeah. he comes in at number 50. Dandy, at number one, still in the match. Mm. So yeah, there's 14... Rada, 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 rada. So, <laughs> There's 14 people left in this match, uh, and now it's it's tough because we've run out of the blocks to talk about. So now we just have a long string of text to get through. We'll probably just go by the eliminations, I guess. Yeah. So or like, uh, let's see, who's the first person to get eliminated? Sandy Coconut, aka yeah, Odin. Yeah, yeah. O- Odin's secondary character. God, Odin yeah, he has is three a, people in this fucking match. Odin is a madman. Why would you? Why would you do this to yourself? I know that Sandy is like kind of a joke character, but still. Mm. God, what if Sandy Coconut's one? Terrible. Yo, he he put some fucking work in on that Sandy Coconut's role play though, so like it could have happened. Oh boy. Uh, he, and then Odin's a goddamn maniac. Yeah. Absolute god. Yeah, I actually, I actually, I, I believe that Odin actually snorts cocaine for breakfast if he has the energy to do that. Yeah, three different characters. Straight up. Yeah. And then, up. yeah, Richards gets eliminated by Savage, so that's... That's good, that's the If worry. they want to continue their yeah. thing here, they can easily do that. QDT. QDT, I think, at this point, begin. He's already eliminated a bunch of people, but now he just starts... He just keeps on eliminating people because he eliminates... Uh, he eliminates Odin. Hmm. Yeah, but they sell Odin here big because he takes, like, fucking 
moves from like everyone. Like takes moves from QDT, Michael X, and uh, Wade. Yeah. And then gets eliminated by QDT. Yeah. He was a monster in this match. Uh, my boy Shadow Love gets eliminated, and I'm sad. Wait, Holmes up and picks up Shadow Love and hits a back suplex. Nice suplex. Nice, <laughs> nice suplex. Uh, nice Mike, Mikey Extreme eliminates Jared Holmes. So it's, ah, yeah, yeah. So it's the final nine, and Dandy basically breaks the record for the longest time spit in the Rumble. Well, I don't even know if we um, I don't remember even seeing the longest time spent in the records. Yeah, but I, mean, I guess I had it somewhere. Yeah. So I think it was Camila before. Might have been. I don't know why I'm speaking as if I was here last year because I wasn't. But so this final it's ten. Camille number one last year, I think. Okay. There's this. So what's? How about this final ten? Let's just talk about this final ten. It's Jared, uh, Jared, Dandy, QET, Michael X, TFK, Wade, Casey, Spencer, Alex, uh, and Link. Motherfucking mm-hmm. Lincoln Keekley. Love him. Yeah. I think that's a good, it's a pretty good final 10, I'd say. I didn't, like, read everything, like, every single roleplay. Yeah, and that's why I don't I don't envy anyone who has to judge or write a Rumble match, because they have to read everything, probably multiple times, too, mm. so. Yeah, like yeah. I was just saying, like, to spread the judging out to the final 10, maybe, for the ranked roleplays, but yeah. looking at this, this is a pretty good Final 10, I'd say. Yeah. Let's see, where is the... Uh, TFK gets eliminated by QDT. And QDT is now at nine eliminations, and mm. it, uh, it's at this point, like, Wade is starting to get, like, antsy because he can feel that QDT is getting up on his record. Yeah. Uh, so, we've got Lincoln going up against Spencer. Spencer gets him with the vaccine. Spencer eliminates Link. Sweet justice, until until Dandy eliminates Spencer. Mm. Correct. But that was cool because they've both sort of been intertwined for like a while throughout their thing. And plus, Lincoln stole his entry spot. Yeah, so. I, I do know about that one story because I did hear about. I think Tork talking about Spencer saying like, "Hey, if I win this tournament, just have Lincoln like steal my spot as yeah. number fifty. Yeah. It'll make a good yeah. story." Let's see. What comes next? Yep, QDT eliminates Richards to get to tighter record at ten. I'm waiting for the for the one spot that I want to talk about, see what Oh yeah. So oh this feud this blood feud is so good. Dandy is like top ten. He's doing so well now that he's actually doing shit in the rubble. And then all mm. of a sudden Kids Grove comes back and eliminates him. <laughs> out of nowhere and the thing is Kids Grove gets cheered because he's the face <laughs> yeah. like you see a heel do this and you're like you fucked him over boo but like everyone's like yeah Kids Grove get revenge you fucked him over, yeah <laughs> well yeah when you take into account that Dandy's like smacked him with that belt like a good handful of times yeah, I think yeah. but like, like if you're me and watching this out of context it's just a little yeah. funny you're like what the fuck is happening Oh, so yeah, now it's the final like, four. Uh, it's like Notorious uh, Beater, Andre Holmes getting cheers from UCI. Oh, yeah. <laughs> QDT. 
parent beta getting cheated. <laughs> they at least acknowledged that that was weird. Oh, they acknowledged yeah. it. Like, is is QDT getting cheers? Like, what? But we get we get a really good final four of Wade Moore, QDT, Casey Holiday, and Mikey X. Oh, oh man! That, and they're starting to do the stare downs. Uh, QDT tries to eliminate Casey. She stays on. By the way, we didn't talk about this at all, and I'm surprised we didn't talk about this, but the apron running gag is hilarious. Oh. <laughs> Apron's the best competitor in the Rumble. Apron, sure. apron, apron is going to evolution! <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, boy. And then uh, we get it. Wade gets clotheslined over the top rope by QDT. QDT breaks the record. Uh... Is it safe to say that QDT has the rocket out to him or what? Oof. That is, yeah, that's huge. That's a, when, that's a when, when you get 11 out of 50, like how, who is going to top that? Who is going to eliminate 12 people? Because once you get to that There's point, you're... There's one man. There's one man. Next year's Rumble. Motherfucking Bobby Rage book it. Yes. If that happened, Absolutely. I, if that happened, I wouldn't even be mad. <laughs> yeah, QDTs was a big push because he didn't just eliminate like people who didn't role play or something. He yeah. eliminated like Odin, Wade. Wade. Like there were big names. Big boys. He also eliminated he, me. He got Richards. He got me. And, and you, damn. That's who like that's like about you? four world champions. Yeah, he eliminated all these world champions, and he's the two hundred one champion. Yeah. The unified 201 world champion of the world. Yo, yeah. if that happens, I would I would, I would mark out because that'd be tight. No. Uh, and then and it, got... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Casey doesn't. I don't think he meet, she immediately gets QDT, but. Uh... Mm. Yeah, it takes like a while, like. He gets on the apron. Apron. And, apron. Yeah. And he's they're like fighting back for a bit, and then she eventually gets him. Yeah, and then a, but eventually she gets him, and it comes down to Michael X and Casey Holiday. Well, yeah, my, yeah, Mikey run, runs up from Shit behind fire. her. This is as prestigious as you can get. <laughs> <laughs> Michael X is the winner of the second Havoc Rumble, so. Congratulations! That was that was not that was pretty awesome because it came from WCF. Yeah, he came from not nowhere but close to nowhere, and like he just shows up, doesn't even bother with a mystery role play, does a just a regular ass role play. Like other Yeah, <laughs> God, that's just. And I feel like it was pretty unexpected. Like, did I, either of you guys think he was um like a winner? I I don't know, like. I thought that, like, he had a good shot, but I didn't mm. read his role play. I, I always see Mikey, like, somewhere in the, like, top eight-ish range. Like, that's, gen like, I've seen him finish, like, pre like fourth, fifth, like, a few times, I think, in Rumbles. So I knew he'd have a good showing, but when he won, I was like, shit. And I do nice. love that he wins because it starts the storyline of 
Michael X is going to Evolution. Does he even have a contract with this federation? Yeah. That is a really good That's going to get cleared up uh, yeah. this week. I think there'll be a segment on yeah. that. But if that was the story, like, no one knows that this man actually has a contract and if he just showed mm-hmm. up, that'd be really funny. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Michael X is the best. He won probably one of the most stacked matches I've ever seen in the yeah. And then yeah, that's, like that's something that no one will ever take away from him. Mm. And, yeah, like with Showdown, like, that's another match that's always stacked. Like, he can win, like, these big matches, which is awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, Ryan Lockhart versus Michael X at Evolution 2 will meet event. Get hype, unless I get cashed in on. Oh, yeah, because that is an absolute, like, clear possibility. And, like, I'm surprised we haven't brought it up, but, like, if that happens, that just blows everything off. But it's awesome. I'm pretty sure there's like a question, like a when do you think she'll catch on you? So we'll get yeah, to that. Later. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. Like right now, it's now. Uh, we're done with Havoc. Yeah, we're done. Oh wait. Oh. Yeah. Oh, we're not gonna do predictions tonight. It's probably. It's not, it's not a big card. Yeah, and it, we're at just, two. We're at two hours yeah. right now. We can go yeah, into yeah. questions. So we got questions. A, cool. Got a couple people submitting in questions. Thank you very much. First up, from the boy himself, QDT, who asked, "Biggest influences in e wrestling." Who wants to start? I will say that one guy that I always see uh, from back in the day that I always kind of looked up to is is Logan situation where I realize that this is a shitty person and I shouldn't associate myself with him. But Mm. one person that I always kind of look up to as a mentor is the the old Bobby Cairo from the WCF. Uh, He's like one of those like guys who was world champion, always in the main event. Always, always, always wrote amazing shit, whether he was Bobby Cairo or Philip Baines or whatever. Mm. That's one of my big ones. It was super entertaining as well from, like, the select amount of stuff I got to read of him. Yeah. Uh, And also, as well, uh, uh, Corey Black, Kurt, Creeping Death, Kurt. He's just one of the best. He's done this since, like, 03. This has, like, been a big part of his life, and he knows how to do this inside and out. One of the best, and also, of course, Odin, because Odin is just a fountain of knowledge. Mm. Um, for me, when I'm writing, I, I, I kind of put it into, like, three, char- uh, three categories. Shoot, um, character development, and then um, what my character is actually doing, like, what I have him doing. So, for shoot... I think if you read my role plays, it's pretty obvious that like the biggest ones is probably like Flash because when I came into WCF, that's when he was like pretty much the guy. Yeah. And my style prior to that was it wasn't super similar, but it had some aspects that I thought, oh, I can do this. So I think I just ended up leaning towards that sort of like really hard hitting style that includes a lot of like self elevation on character which some people do but I think he like laid out sort of the blueprint for it for character development I feel like I probably take from influence from Corey because yeah like if you read our role plays they kind of have similar themes i'd i'd say for like uh, quite a few of them and 
I've been reading yeah, we, him since uh, fucking like 2018 or some shit. Yeah, so. the funniest thing with, uh, our, with our AW characters is we basically created the same character initially. Yeah, we like, didn't say like a fucking word to each other and then he like, he like links me my profile and he's like, we would make like the same character. <laughs> That's... That is and then, that, that is true bromance right there. And then I ended up making actor at some other fed that I didn't end up role playing at, and I sent him the profile, <laughs> and he's like to me, "Is this just a combination of our writing aesthetics?" <laughs> aesthetics. Yeah. Mm. And then for the actual like my character actually does, I actually kind of take from the pick base. He's a he's a singer from a band I, I really like, uh, the 1975. I love the and, 1975, and yeah. their new album is really good. Yeah. So amazing. Wow. Um, a lot of the content cast. <laughs> from his um, earlier work on his first like two two-ish albums with his band, um, I take from his like kind of lyrics, like kind of like the Ryan Ryan's like um, philosophies and shit, almost, and like the way he is outside of the ring. So those are like my three influences. James, the keeping it to people that would actually be recognized by people that think it was a goddamn podcast. Uh, likewise, I take a... Lee and I just kind of... <laughs> always it's, it's always just bouncing ideas and shit, so... Yeah. Yeah, like, Lee knows the shit I've thought about and discarded for Pasternak. <laughs> like, no one else, like... I don't think anyone else outside of myself knows more about that character than fucking Lee. <laughs> Uh, but I also taken a lot. I've also bit a lot from fucking Michael. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the boy. And largely, I think a lot of my Jennifer uh, Spy is not like the stuff that influences my e-fed writing is like non-e-fed related stuff, hmm. like fucking books and shit and movies. Yeah, so it's whatever. Yeah. All but right. Probably the biggest influence on me is this fucking this fucking Australian goof in the goddamn fall. <laughs> Had to do it to him. Had to do it to him. Australian goof. Uh, second question from QT. Funniest or craziest gimmick in e wrestling that you've seen that worked when it had absolutely no right to? And you know what I'm gonna say? I, you know what I'm gonna say? Else. I'm gonna say Beach Crew. Because <laughs> when I when I joined. Back in WCF, in like in like 2016 on my like second run, it was like, or like it was earlier, like whatever it was when I was coming back uh, as a regular person, and I saw the Beach Crew thing begin to happen. I was like, what the fuck are these idiots doing? They're just trolling on the internet boards. They haven't even put up profile pictures, and like this pick base is like way more talking about swag and doing drugs and shit. And this Los Tiburon, who are these motherfuckers? This is the stupid... Wearing a fucking Hawaiian shirt, wearing fedora, this... fedora rocking guitar playing. This is the... Fucking guy from the swamp. I'm just like, this is so stupid. This will never catch on. These guys will go down in obscurity. I, I kind of had the same reaction that Chad, when Flash like saw this and went up to, to Michael, was like, this is stupid, what are you doing? And I think it's safe to say, we were both 
proved so wrong. And then they dropped their war role plays, and they finished like first and third. Yeah, like, like we get, we or both, second and third. We bre- we both got proved so wrong on so many Greg. so levels. Um, yeah, that first version of Beach Crew was a lot. Like this one now, I feel like is a lot different because of the characters that are in it. Like, yeah. Back, like, Wade and Jared have had, like, a bunch of, like, um, development since then, and Ryan and Pasta are fucking, like, m- kind of leaning more towards the serious side, even though, like, they, they still do the trolling and shit. Like, Beach yeah. always going to do, like, the trolling and shit, but I feel like this iteration's a lot more yeah. serious than that first one. Yeah. And, the, yeah, the, the thing about, like, old Beach Girl when it was first starting out was that they were really, really, really funny. And then they just got more and more dark and serious, especially Jared. Yeah. <laughs> and But they were also introducing, like, I think a good thing with Beach Crew as well was they were welcoming in, like, um, a lot of different people and helped them work together, like Dustin. Um, yeah. When he was, like, newish and stuff like that. It, um, like they had like Oblivion and like Gable. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Do you mean Obsidian? <laughs> Nene. <laughs> Guardian of the Nene. <laughs> Fucking legendary. Oh, um, perfect. for me, the weird, probably the. Uh, Corey will probably know this one. Do you remember Scully from XWF? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> His gimmick was literally that he was retarded. And I'm not talking like, um, I'm not talking like, oh, he's just stupid. Like, he was actually, like, retarded. Oh, boy. Like, he suffered from retardation. And his entire roleplay, like, formula would be that everyone would just be treating him like an idiot. And then he'd drop some, like, slurred shoot. And then he became world champion. Like, Adam.
<laughs> so I asked him, oh, hey, do you know, I, I, I'm trying to remember who it was. It might have been Lilith on the OZ board. And, like, she, she, he asked him, like, How, oh, you, you're a big fan of Dan Severn. And was like, oh, yeah, uh, I, I did his, like, wrestling school or, like, learned wrestling from him in real life. And uh, he's like, she's like, oh, that's so cool. Oh, do you think he's a friend? And he just starts coming up with, no, he has a restraining order against me or something like that. <laughs> God, I love Vulgar. His fucking fake face was fucking Bob from Twin Peaks. Yeah. And then, and then it became Randall Flagg when he... <laughs> the walk-in dude. Okay, uh, next question. Uh, thoughts on current wrestling landscape? My view is that it's become too work-rate focused without enough people good on the mic without enough people that look like they can genuinely beat up the average dude too many long matches each week not enough to attract casual viewers and probably build a fan base to pay to the hardcore fans etc is this a fair view or am i stuck in the 90s uh no i'll say it's a fair view because uh, uh i don't uh, i don't i don't watch wrestling so i can't answer this question yeah, I, I'm, uh, yeah <laughs> i was literally about to give the cop out answer i'm like yeah, i don't watch I, your shit like, I, is, is it like two years is it a cop-out answer if we all answer the same thing? <laughs> the answer is, none of us genu- genuinely know what the wrestling landscape looks like. Oh, like, like fair Yeah, we... I, uh, I like Lucha Underground, and I just find a way to watch Lucha Underground. So, you know, I like weird shit. So, I mean, I might not be the best, uh... I like, I like Lucha Underground and Chikara. Those are the yeah. only two promotions I give a shit about. I feel yeah. like, yeah, like... A lot of wrestling, like, I kind of, I've grown out of almost. Like, I still watch it occasionally, but not enough to where I understand, like... What's going on. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Like, if it's there, sure. That's why, that's why Japanese wrestling is so easy to get into, because nobody knows what the fuck is going on if you speak <laughs> <Yeah>. English. Yeah. <laughs> nobody cares. It's just, uh, you have big, thick neck boy wants to beat up big, thick neck boy, too. <laughs> And both of them are uh, Ishii. Uh, okay, so that is... Uh, That's uh, Cutie Pie's question. Yes, and we move on to the to, to Gravy. That's good questions here. Young um, Gravy, my with, favorite rapper. With the massive amount of new people coming to AW in just the last month or so, who do you see being a breakout star in the coming months? Is it a cop out to just say Michael X since he just won the fuck? <laughs> Like that's already a star. But he's is it he's broken out I'll, now. I'll 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 con I'll, I'll counter your question Bobby with this. Rich. Is it a cop out answer to say that I hope that I become the breakout star? Shut the fuck up. If you if you know me Frank's for gonna be my breakout star. I know. If you know me for any amount of time, you'll know that like low key I am an absolute narcissist and I only do this so that I get praised by other people for doing good shit. <laughs> But, uh, no, Slightly, like, if that is your answer, I'm very happy, but if that's a joke answer and you have another serious answer, please, by all means, tell me. It's not a joke. Oh, okay. You could, uh, you could be uh, a, a breakup. But I was going to say, um, even though she's been here, like, she came in March, so not exactly around now, um, I was going to say, like, yeah, Lizzie Hope has... Um, the, uh, Bobby Rage. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I will say Bobby Rage just Bobby. because of the... <laughs> massive like underestimating I gave him when I looked at him the first time uh, 
All right, uh, WCF is closing, and with it came an influx of talent for Havoc. Who do you see coming over that hasn't debuted in AW yet? Tio. Yeah, Tio's the big one. Uh, yeah. He, I think he'll come around. It's just, it's just a matter of when. I hope so. Yeah. Sing. 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 Yeah. Uh, not someone I see coming over, but someone I really want to come over, Cairo. But that yeah. that just depends on if he ever wants to do this shit again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my big ones are yeah, Tio and uh, Sing. Who would you like to see in the hardcore title match at Evolution? Uh, I was going to say Link, Jace. Um, wait, let me get the rest. Jace has to deal with fucking Cory Black now. What the fuck? Yeah, Cory Black can be in it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, nah, not? man. Why not? Nah, man. They got to do their shit for the goddamn Bram. <laughs> <laughs> they got to do it for the fucking Vine. Corey, Corey, <laughs> I, we're just gonna have an angle where Corey Black crucifies Jace while on Instagram. <laughs> People are reacting oh, with, <laughs> put the filter on it. <laughs> People screenshotting. Oh, um, Shadow Love. Oh yeah, oh, dude. absolutely. Shadow Love would kill this. Shadow Love. But that's that's the match. Lincoln Shadow Love for the hot call. Alright. Yeah. Evolution. Who do you see improving the most on the roster this year? Bobby Rage. Um, I was about to say Bobby Rage. I want to see this guy succeed because he's apparently undefeated. He apparently went and won three matches in one night. That is insanity. Robert Rage. <laughs> Robert Anchor. Yeah. Bobby Rage is gonna be the one random guy that we're just gonna that we push to the stars on this podcast. I can already tell. I'm hoping uh, Kemp. Yeah. Like makes the jump. Like he's right there. Just yeah. Needs to... And and Lincoln. Lincoln. I think the thing with Lincoln is that a lot of this is why I'm saying he goes for the hardcore title. He's he enjoys writing shoot a lot more than he enjoys. He, he enjoys like the traditional role rather than the character development and all that extra stuff. He does his character development through what happens on the shows and stuff. But I'm hoping maybe he'll just eventually come to enjoy writing character development more so that he can put them both together and become like the main event of that. He probably should be. All right. Next question. Uh, from here to the end of the year, what do you see as the biggest feud? I'm not going to say Dandy and Kids Grove because that's apparently going to that evolution. So Dandy instead... and Kids Grove fight forever. <laughs> yeah, it was fight meant forever. to end like, like a while ago. <laughs> like it was like the final match and then it just ended up being a draw. <laughs> fight forever. <laughs> so instead I'll say um... uh, Kyle Kemp versus Beach Crew. Just based on what I saw in the Havoc match. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Spence versus Link's gonna be a good one because I don't think it's over yet. It's yeah. QDT uh, versus his parents. QDT versus Wade. his yeah. QDT versus his adopted father Wade. And his adopted <laughs> and his adopted mother, the rope. <laughs> I was gonna say if um, Chase World and uh, Corey Black. So are, are, good are we just calling him Chase World now? <laughs> Yeah. That's a beach group. What... Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I was going to say if uh, Holiday cashes in, if, let's just say, I, I defended at Evolution and then Holiday cashed in, uh, Lockhart Holiday feud could be a big thing. Because yeah. I've been 
like basically harassing her with Ryan on the internet boards. Nice. <laughs> for like, for like, since I won the world title, like, oh, come have a unification match with me. Like, <laughs> for like a month. Yeah. And it like hasn't happened yet. So, <laughs> and I think there's a few people who have, who think that would be a really good matchup. So maybe that could be a good feud. Huh. Uh, what do you find to be your role play? Uh, first, uh, first, actually post the role play. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I read a role play, what I like to see is a really good story and shoot, but shoot that isn't just an interview. Shoot that actually ties into the story in some like weird way or something like that. Like, whenever I see a shoot that's like either like a block of text, which I am often guilty of doing or is just like a Same. Hank Brown interview. I'm like, well, that's fine, but you could, you could do better than that. Like I have to yeah. look at you yeah. and I do. I'm like, you can tie this in better some way in some, in some way. Make it a Hank Green interview. Oh boy. Hank Green. But, uh, yeah, if you find like a really creative way to tie in your shoot to a really awesome, good, like really well told story and my dick will be hard all day. I'd suggest yeah. one of my favorite role plays is um I don't know if I'll be able to find it, but it's basically a sing role play mm. after he won the world title at Showdown and he uh impregnated his like assistant or whatever, right? Okay. And he, he's hype, he's hyping himself to be a dad. <laughs> he has a party. He has a he, he has a party with all of Everest, which was like the stable me and him were in to celebrate and he's like oh I, I aborted the kid <gasps> oh. <laughs> so so what I'm getting at right the thing is yeah it hits me with abortions will get me hard no 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 no, 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 no. If, what I'm saying if, is if dude versus flash told me anything is that dead babies in wrestling get buys yeah <laughs> um, what I'm saying is, Sing is like an amazing shooter. Like, if you really shoot, he's hard-hitting, but he's also, like, smart with it. Uh-huh. There's people who can do one but not the other, if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. There's some people who can, like, insult you, but, they, but they're not really smart with their points. He does both. So, like, really good shoot, obviously. But then, like, in a, like a, a story that's actually got, like, some, like, emotional value to it, just like, oh, Ryan's eating a burger. <laughs> like, no one gives a fuck. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like, is it an Arby, right, is right. it a, is it an Arby's burger? Uh, I, I wouldn't be able to describe. I haven't had one. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so basically, like, yeah, really good shoot with like, well, well written story, but that's also like emotional or develops a character, so it hits all the bases, sort of. James, do you have anything for to add? I think y'all hit the nail on the head really especially you frank i think we kind of have the same taste yeah also if your play is funny that gives you a lot of points and that is because i if it's funny i'll probably remember it more than if it's always super serious yeah uh all right if you could change one thing about aw to make it better what would that be remove Corey as moderator Remove Corey as moderator. Okay, remove Corey as moderator. Uh, so, next question. What do you think makes a great... Not being... I'll say... Constant, clear commission. 
Now I'll say this about Seth. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love Seth yeah. a bit. Seth is a Seth is a really great fathead. But one thing that I would often get annoyed by is that getting in touch with him versus getting in touch with other people was a little difficult. These just because I don't have him on an instant messenger and like, well, actually no, I, I take that I'm on Facebook, but most of our conversations would be via PM and. Mm-hmm. It, Having a conversation via PM like is it takes a little bit of the immediacy out of it, and sometimes things changed like really quickly. Um, yeah, and also Seth, like yeah, I think it. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, I think communication is probably the biggest thing, and being open to ideas because at the end of the day, it's like a creative game. So, and that's one that's one thing that Chuck is doing really well is like staying in communication with people, and also like being yeah. uh heavy part of the community like these chats that he's in because uh, Seth for all of the OC ports he's not really too much of an OC presence he just posts every once in a while not to the extent of other people yeah and I don't mean to make this a very Seth because I love Seth to death but still hmm. I feel like there's just more involvement from yeah. the heads here than there was WCF and obviously there's different styles like Spencer also did the um like he, Spencer was also pretty involved from what I remember, even though I wasn't there yeah. for a lot of UCI. Yeah, yeah. So Spencer was- I think that they're pretty clear with their judging and how people can improve and like work their way up. And also, it's not just all about role playing to them. Like it's about other shit that you do on the show to build yourself. So for some like me who mainly got success through role-playing not everyone has to do it that way like you can do it through stories and stuff which is pretty cool yeah james anything i already said not me okay so (laughs) okay well those are gravedigger's questions thank you very much gravedigger we move on to the boy scott slayer who asks we saw a lot of wrestlers jump ship to AW from WCF and have a grumble. Is there someone you're from who you're familiar with that you're excited that has joined here? Mikey. Yeah, Mikey. Yeah. Mikey is I've the had... Mikey is the best. Yeah, Mikey like Richards, Noble. Yeah. Yeah. Like those are the big, 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 big ones. Yeah. This is like a low key continuation of the Mikey Trina Ethan King feud, but now yeah. it's just with me as a different character. Yeah. <laughs> So. Uh, uh, are you excited to see what people who you don't know bring to say? For me personally, yes, because like Noble Savage, I've never even heard of Noble Savage until now, and I'm mm. excited to see what she has to bring to the table. And I'm also really excited to see what all these AW people like QDT and Bobby Rage have to bring that I haven't mm. seen before. It's always good to see like people who you're not as familiar with jumping up the card and stuff. Because you become aware of them like more naturally and stuff, so it's good. Uh, how has your ride to the top of action wrestling been recently? Uh, it just started for me, so. <laughs> I guess it's meant more specifically for. Yeah, yeah, I think Roth it's. I think this is for, for this is for Lee. Um, it's been good. Like, um, just turn it to the side, and you should be able to get it out. Sorry. Um. <laughs> that's how you uh, that's how you succeed in action wrestling just turn to the side and you should get it out <laughs> <laughs> no um, um it's been good like it was a lot of um building up actor that um 
was, like I said, mostly made through results. Like, Ryan wasn't really heavily involved in, like, stories and stuff a lot. A lot of it was grave, uh, taught putting me in them and, like, encouraging me to do them, which was interesting because I wasn't really involved in stories and stuff. But now that, like, Ryan's at, like, the top or whatever, you have to be invested and involved in stories or else you're not going to be a good world champion. So, like, recently, a lot it's been a lot of communication with Chuck and figuring out what we're going to do, how we're going to build feuds, how we're going to elevate the belt, the person I'm facing, and myself. So it, it's a lot of fun, but it's also a lot of... Um, I wouldn't say a lot of work, but it's more like putting thought into things and being motivated to roleplay consistently, defend, um, and be in constant communication with... All, all parties involved. So yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. Uh, on, on that topic, yeah, just that sense. as AW World Champion, will you take on all comers? Will you be a fighting champion? Well, yeah, I've already... It already fucking has. Yeah. I've, I've defended eight times, but... um, Who's counting, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I, I, I pretty much made it a goal. Cause Ryan, the character, is someone who's very... um, Like, has a, like a big fighting spirit and I, I well, he was like born on like streets and like fighting and like all that shit like bare knuckle brawling and shit so he's always down for a fight so that's I do it through segments on the internet boards on like role players I pretty much say like anyone who wants a shot can get a shot but obviously that's not up to my discretion but yeah I'll take on yeah. anyone it's all fun yeah I remember when I was TV champion I do thing like yeah if you ask for a shot on the internet board I will give you a shot I will host an open challenge yeah. and Seth buried it and almost gave me the proper person who asked for the title shot yeah uh, but that's that's, that's a thing that just happens mm-hmm. um let's see how will you make the action wrestling world championship more prestigious than it has been in the past years you mean prestigious. the one year that it's been in existence <laughs> yeah um more prestigiary prestigiary i don't know if i can you can say that i'm gonna make it more prestigious because if you look at all the champions like we've got roy d-day spencer wade and SJW. <laughs> I'm, oh. so, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm on QDT's Twitter page. And mm. He posted an hour ago, just seen my updated profile page on the AW website, so I'm a fan favorite now. What the people smoking? Don't you know what I've done? Hashtag I'm not a nice person. Hashtag sorry. Hashtag decay of Western civilization if I'm your hero. <laughs> God. <laughs> Oh, oh, man. The God. Shout out to QDT, the best, the best out of all of us. The God team. <laughs> Decline of Western civilization. Mm. Um. Oh, oh, oh yeah, prestigious, <laughs> prestigious. Um. <laughs> shitfire. Um. Shitfire. Um. Arby's. <laughs> fucking Arby's. Um. I guess it's more about the way you elevate it is through feuds which I haven't been the best at doing because, like I said, it's not something I'm used to, which I'm still kind of learning how to do, which that's really for. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, dude, you got to put more effort into storylines. And I'm like, I know, but like, I just prefer role-playing. Lol. <laughs> um, but yeah, the way to do it's definitely going to be, um, like this next feud with Mikey is going to be pretty critical. And the following one with, Holiday, or if Holiday jumps in now, or at 
evolution and like it's like a three-way um feud like it's gonna be really critical how people view the belt afterwards because i could defend it as many times as i want but defenses don't necessarily make the title better it's more about the importance of it i guess so yeah, i'll just have to work hard on this feud all right uh who do you think should compete to crown a new hardcore champion? I think we already answered that question. Yeah, yeah. Link and Shadow. Uh, when, yeah. do you, when do you Shadow think? Link. When do you think Casey will cash in on you? Um, right now, motherfucker. Yeah. Oof. This week when I'm not booked. Um. <laughs> um. Right. I was gonna say. Motherfucker taking out a catering, and all of a sudden just gets fucking blasted up to the head. Oof. <laughs> Ryan Lockhart's eating an Arby's, and then gets some more. <laughs> put a lunch meat on his forehead. Um, I'd say the obvious one would be you do it at the biggest show of the year, but I guess because yeah. it's obvious, it might not be the yeah. route she takes. I want the one where I'm less invested in a match or something. Because at Evolution, obviously, I'm, I'm going to be looking to drop like my best, which could mean that the cashing doesn't work. Yeah. So. I'd probably say Evolution would be most likely, but, like, maybe, like, one of the upcoming clashes. I don't think she's going to wait till after Evolution. That's probably my prediction. Or, or Ultimate Twist, she cashes in but announces the date in advance like a face. Mm. Ultimate, yeah, the Ultimate Twist. That could be a thing or she um, cashes in on uh, Carly Nash's gold medal and becomes the only <laughs> Olympic gold medalist in um, action. While you were gone, I was telling uh, Frank how uh, Spencer told me to do that oh, on, yeah. when I was all in. Uh, oh, and the last one, I'm going to tease you a little bit. How do you feel about Miley X returning and facing you for the Action Wrestling World title? Uh, you know, I'm right. Great, uh, great woman. No, it really works hard. No, no. Um, what if she brings no. her dad, uh, Billy Ray, and little Nas X out here? Um, no, I think it would, like it was definitely unexpected. Like I honestly thought I'd be going. It'd be uh, Ryan and Wade because that was after I read the role plays. But um, but before the role plays, you thought it was gonna be me. Yeah. I fucking ranked you, you goddamn nerd. Got me. Go. But, um, no, Mikey's always been good, and plus, he always knows how to, um, elevate, like, the importance of a match to his character. Like, when I was versing him with Ethan, after that result, he would constantly bring up Ethan and make it, like, a part of his character's history, almost. I'm hoping that something similar happens here, where, like, no matter who wins or loses, it's kind of like a another step in character's, like, journey, I guess. So I, I think it's going to be... A really interesting plus i think that the dynamic between the two characters is kind of interesting one of them's like um mike who's obviously like fucking crazy like bad man yeah one bad boy and then there's ryan who's more of i know tries to be more like laid back but at the same time really like wants to and he's a legacy so i think it's an interesting dynamic all right, that's Scott Slinger's question. We go on to Harry Diderot, who asks, How to live a gimmick without killing it? Sub-question, how to live a gimmick destined for mid-status? Sub-question, 
how and should we be nicer to those whose atlas shoulders hold up WC regulars? Yes. I think we should just be they nice to, to we should nice to, to people them. in general. But uh, how to live a gimmick without killing it? I don't know. These Amax that I love to see. Um, TFK. Yeah. Yeah. Those are great examples of people being their gimmicks and doing it well. So. Yeah. And also, what's your favorite cookie? Peanut butter, motherfucker. I really like the chewy Chips Ahoy chocolate chip cookies. It's basic, but the chewiness makes it really, really good. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like crispy cookies. Yeah. I'm, no. a big, I'm a big peanut butter boy. I also like uh, the Subway macadamia nut cookies. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good, that's a good choice. Yeah. Uh... And for Yuli, what cookie of choice? Um, I'm probably like, yeah, like a chewy chocolate chip kind of guy. Those, those are yeah. my cookies. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the boy Shadow Love. The one question I've been waiting to answer this whole time. Well, somebody's got to ask, how big is Batista's, you know? To quote Dang. a Pasenak role play. Bigger than yours. Next question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Excellent stuff. This is this is the content that I subscribe to via Patreon for. Look, that was uh, like that was the second Pasenak roleplay ever, and yeah. I can't believe you remember that. Uh, Character studies. <laughs> Character studies. All right, who haven't you faced before that you want to face in AW? I haven't faced off against a good chunk of people, so I'll just cop out and say a lot of people. Well, um, I'll say, and it could have happened, but then I had to go and prank him, is this gonna be Lee? We've never actually faced each other one-on-one, ever. Hmm. And we could have, but then I decided, no, I'm just gonna throw this match to fuck his prediction up. By the Um, way, while you, Lee, I just want to point out, I'm looking at Shadow Love's micro, and I just appreciate the massive top energy that Miss Miyamoto has in this micro. (laughs) Big top energy. <laughs> Miss Miyamoto needs to be in the world title match at Evolution. <laughs> Miss Miyamoto's alpha is fucking. I don't mean the alpha division which Ethan King deserves to be in. Yeah, where yeah. he belongs. Where I belong. Um, probably Corey because the only time we faced off was my very first ever defending match. And it was like Which a I didn't match too. Yeah, I didn't know it was him at the time. I just remember this him kind of destroying me, but because I posted more role plays, I outperformed him. I didn't win, but like, I think he came third. I came second or some shit. <laughs> I just remember being like, "Oh man, this yeah. guy's actually like kind of destroying me." Like, I'm just gonna post as much as I can and hope I, <laughs> hope I win. Yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, um, I think speed. Even though I'm not sure if he's having a stint here. That'd be pretty good. Um, I was... I'd like a one-on-one with Spencer. Yeah. And Holiday. I forgot Holiday. Holiday is something that I've been building for, trying to build for a while, so... 
that's probably one of my top ones as well. Uh, you know, uh, I will say that it, I would really like a match with Shadow Love just because I want to see how Shadow Love approaches shooting on me in a serious context. Because the only time I've like gone I can remember was with Kyle Cameron, and that was kind of a jokey thing. So Kyle Cameron was a goddamn goat. Here's the thing about Kyle Cameron. I keep seeing Spencer say that the Kyle Cameron Andre Jensen feud is like one of the best feuds he's ever seen, and like I appreciate it, but like it was a silly, like hard feud <laughs> between two hey, dudes it over Pokemon Go and a belt that no one gave a shit about. It worked though. Yeah, it did. Uh, who was the toughest opponent or opponents you've ever faced, and why? And I have. I have an answer for someone who I have beat and someone who I have not beat. My answer for the person that I did beat is Corey Black. Because the thing about him and me is, like, initially I had a match with him on his retirement tour thing that he had going on. And, like, it was a... I thought I had a pretty good shot, but he ended up beating me. And after that... A few months later, I ended up winning the King of the Deathmatch tournament, and I had another match with him. And uh, I tried even harder, and by the skin of my teeth, I was able to beat him. Um, and I have uh, a lot of respect for Corey as a writer and a role player, so that was a little because I've known him for so long, and I don't think I've actually beaten him before. So, and the yeah, person Corey Black's best Corey. Yes. And yeah. the one that I have not beaten is Jared Holmes. It, he dunked a 10K roleplay on me so that he could get the world title, and it was rough. I thought I had a good shot, but then he posted that, and I was like, well, well, I, it was nice having this world title while I did, but it's time to give it up. Um, yeah, those are good picks. I, I've got one. I, with me, it's um here Wade, because Wade's a it's an interesting matchup for Ryan because of the like, history they've sort of had, and I think it makes it sort of difficult for Ryan to shoot on Wade in some aspects. Um, John was really difficult for me to shoot on with as Ethan with. But most of the times I went up against him, it was sort of like in tag team or multi-man matches, so it became a bit easier. But I think he was one of the guys that, like, was a tough person for me to face. And um, when it came around, um, Jared Holmes, when I versed him as uh, one of my other characters, uh, Derek. Derek motherfucking Moreno. <laughs> when, when I went into that match, like, me and him were like, he was like, oh, we're starting this stable, like, you guys are a tag team, so, like, how about we feud and maybe you and I can have, like, a singles match at, like, the pay-per-view. Like, I'll take out your partner, because by then my partner had stopped, like, showing. Um, <laughs> fucking red. So he, hospital he hospitalized him or whatever. And then um, my we had this match. And going into this match, there were some people, like, predicting me, but I just had, like, the biggest feeling of, like, dread. <laughs> going into this match because I had no idea what I was going to shoot on. My character was like... My character was a bitch. And I didn't really have a lot on Jared besides, oh, you hurt my friend. Now I'm going to hurt you. Like, it was really difficult for me to get any sort of, like, decent roleplay out against him and then the fucking hammer on me. And 
destroyed me. So, uh, if you're keeping count, we're uh, one and one after I beat him in my uh, debut <laughs> match. Zion Redding. <laughs> when I beat him as Howard Black, so that's the that's the best view then, uh, Ethan, in history. I, I I don't need to do another tangent, but I'm looking at Shadow Love's profile because I want to know if he's a face or heel. First off, he has so separate stats for both Shadow Love and Miss Miyamoto. I'm wondering if they could feasibly be tag team at this point. Maybe have been. Oh, they have been excellent, and also his alignment. Sometimes the, the good, good the, sometimes the good, the bad, and the ugly. This is what I mean. Like no one would ever put that as their alignment. Only Shadow Love would, and that's why I love him. <laughs> Also, his entrance, I thought you were exaggerating with how long his entrance is. No, this entrance is so long. <laughs> it's so long. It's so long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, not again. <laughs> so, I think I'm going to skip this next question because we are getting a little bit long and we have a few more questions. I never had the tough opponent. Oh, oh okay. What's your toughest opponent? David Sanchez. I was thinking of, like, all the people I've faced and actually, like, uh-huh. role-played for, <laughs> against. I'm like, it's Sanchez, isn't it? It's Sanchez Sanchez is a good pick. Yeah. My, my match with Sanchez yeah. was, it was really, really fun. And really, it was it was fun to write. And uh, it's one of the victories that, like, I am, A, most proud of, and, B, feel the most, like, a dick about. <laughs> he dropped 20k to get this briefcase, and then I yoinked it out of his hands. Fucking yeeted it away. <sighs> Anyways, uh, with the WCF closing, what are some of your characters' fondest memories of that iconic organization, and do you think AW can mirror the same success over time that the WCF had for 20 years, with Hall of Famers GD and Tort at the helm? That is, if they can last that long, lol. Why would you put that at the end of your question? Well, I mean, <laughs> 20 <laughs> years, I think it's the 20 years thing. Oh, okay. I yeah, was I mean... like... <laughs> like, I understand the same, but that, this... <laughs> that was weird. But, yeah, WCF. Well... WCF. Fondest memories. Uh, well, some of your characters' fondest memories. Eddie felt or existed for like a month and sucked dick. So like, <laughs> I will say, you can give a cop on answer. The Pride's debut was honestly, yeah, like... the debut was amazing. It couldn't have gone any better. And then Griffin, and yeah. Griffin, fucking Griffin. Um, for my character, it would probably be. He just had a really good. Yeah, following that in the, like, and these are really good moments as a handler too, like, we won trios against, like, a really tough team. It was, uh, Digger, Jason Price, and Kevin Bishop, which is an amazing team, and, like, beating them was really cool. Um, Ultimate Showdown and War, for me as a handler, were pretty good, um, showings because I came third in both which kind of like get opinion for myself as like I was like oh I'm actually like doing pretty well like with the character cool and then winning H- Elimination was uh really cool as well because it was the whole uh, WCF versus UCI feud yeah so those are all really fun I, I have to step out for a minute I'll be right back you can talk amongst your dick around until I get back and I can answer this question
Tori. All right, we're, we're recording again. Uh, so I left for a little bit in the middle of a question, and the way that this call recorder works is that every so often it'll ask you, do you want to continue record stop recording in 60 seconds? And while I was gone, it stopped the recording in the middle of Lee and James goofing off. So uh, I think, actually, it wasn't the toughest opponent question that it left on. Uh, it missed me reminiscing about my memories in WCF. So okay, okay. The, the only thing it missed was me talking, me basically like... <laughs> <laughs> me talking myself up about how awesome I am. So that's yeah, all yeah. that's all in this. But uh I'll just say real quick, world title, television title, King of the Death match, double grand slam champion, hell yeah. Did it get my stuff? Yeah, it got all your stuff. It got it well, yeah, while I, I remember went... if I spoke before you or not. It's all good. Yeah, you <laughs> you spoke before me. So uh okay, cool. so uh, we're going up to Carly Nash. Thank you very much, Shadow Love, for your questions. Carly Nash's first question that we kind of already answered, so we'll speed through this just a little bit. If your character were in a real Fed, i.e., who would be your dream opponent? I said Stone Cold Steve Austin. I said Seth Rollins. And I said Motherfucking Ishii. Yeah, <laughs> we went on a tangent about how awesome Ishii is, and I'm sad. Uh, yeah. Who in your lost. Who in your opinion is the greatest wrestler of all time? I I said Steve Austin. I said I'm abstaining from voting because I'm gonna fight with Spencer about who the greatest basketball player of all time is, and it's Steph Curry is in top five. Uh, and <laughs> the greatest wrestler of all time, empirically, factually, is Christian. <laughs> Christian. Uh, worst defed you ever worked in? I abstained because I only really do WCF, UCI, stuff like that. Um, I'll try to be quicker with this. Uh, old school wrestling, because I didn't like the 500 word cap. Um, I didn't like how every roleplay needed to be themed or you'd probably lose. Um, and I didn't like that I had to give show feedback after every week. Not because I didn't want to, but some weeks I just didn't. Time. I didn't want to go through all the detail. Sometimes I just wanted to read my segment that they wrote and stuff. Um, and I didn't like how I'd get like uh the man the owner would sort of like roast me like seriously for not doing show feedback so it wasn't that it just wasn't for me okay i'm gonna abstain as well because i don't really have any that i really had a bad experience and that i yeah i mean all right yeah yeah uh guys why does charlotte flair suck um i have not watched a single charlotte flair match because she has really long legs that look unnatural. I'll say because out of all of the four horsewomen, she is the least interesting out of the bunch. Yeah, I was going to say, like, from what I've seen, she just seems kind of boring compared to the rest. Not bad. The f- Not bad, just just boring. I would, ta- yeah. I, would, Charlotte Flair. I would take a Becky or a Bailey or even a Sasha Banks, even though Sasha Banks is also kind of trash. <laughs> Sasha Banks fucking sucks, but like, but at least she's interesting. <laughs> What's your favorite fast food franchise? For me, I'd say Wendy's. I got you know I'm a fucking A W moderator. I got to be on brand Arby's, even though I don't like Arby's. I'm gonna Ooh. say it anyway. Wow. To maintain brand integrity. You I see, always love a Subway. So. Subway is good. Mine. Subway is very good. Subway solid, uh, yeah. Nando's. 
Nando's isn't fast food, you fucking ass. Uh, well, well, thank you, Carly Nash, for the questions. Very good. Sorry we had to speed through them, but recording missed. Moving on to Jordan, who asks, who would you like to see write your character? I think me and Corey already know the answer to this one. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be us. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, I'll say two people. Uh, I would love to see Black Michael Jared Holmes. I would love to see his take on FPV because I, I get the feeling that like he knows a lot about the character having like gone up against him for the world title and like the psyche of the character. He probably knows stuff about FPV that I don't know. Let's be real, because he had to go in with like a 10k RP against me. Mm. Um, and also, oh, I had a second one as well. But yeah, you yeah. go first. Uh, also, my second one, I've been I've been up in him a lot, but I want to see I want to see Shadow Love take on FP. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what kind of verboseness he can get FPV into. Um, I was gonna say for my second one, I'd like to see um, torture. Replace Ryan because sometimes we'll just be talking and he'll like drop like a Ryan like line in the chat or some shit or like he'll just make fun of like some of the tendencies I have to like write like a lot of the times there was like this meme going on between us where um often say or I'd write him saying um oh in in the span of a few weeks or like a few months (laughs) yeah like oh don't forget that uh Hashtag Beach Crew in just a few months managed to cripple the entire <laughs> federation, and then and then I'd be like, don't don't forget that in the span of just a few months, I've already defended my belt like seven times. <laughs> so he like, so I feel like he like notices all those little like things that I do, and he make a massive fucking joke out of them. So I'd love to see him like write a write and role play. Yeah. Oh boy. Because uh, you'd uh, <laughs> actually write something. <laughs> Uh, Damn. Actually, I'd really like to see Wade's take on uh, Posternock. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because he's used, cause he's used the character quite a bit in his uh, stuff already. Yeah. All right. Uh, who would you like to write yourself? Well, I mean... You don't write, so this doesn't pertain to you. Yeah. Well, if I did, you'd obviously know who number going to be, so... Second... Who do I think I could do a fun take on? Yeah, I'll let y'all go. Okay. Uh, after hearing about the basis of what his character is, I would really love to try and write Dandy DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd have to do, like, all the, um, the, the way he writes his dialogue. <laughs> How does he write his dialogue? Tell me. Uh, what's the term uh, for it when you write the way talk? Phonetic. Phonetic. It's, oh, like so his... he's got, like, the accent and shit? Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, even better. Even better. Floridian. Floridian. <laughs> Floridian fucking uh, wannabe gangster rapper, white boy. Yeah, I want to write this character so bad. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably write. Pastanak, I'd probably write. Um, Wade would be interesting. Um... I'd attempt a shadow love, but probably be terrible at it. Cause <laughs> I, n- I never write like that, yeah. so it'd be it'd seem really out of character. But yeah, those three would probably be pretty cool to write. All right. Yeah, I'm uh, trying to think of someone outside of Beach Crew, because like that's those are all kind of obvious. Yeah. Uh, you know, actually, 
technically vaguely beach crew related, but not in beach crew anymore. I actually kind of want to take a stab at writing fucking Andre Aquarius. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I brought Bobby Rage, but like oh. in a lengthier form. <laughs> I just made like I'd make all the opponents like different types of meat thanks to like these stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh man. Could you imagine Bobby Ray just like like oh Casey Holiday, you're you're a you're a more tender <laughs> But you Wade, you're you're well done. Wade more, you're well done. No, You've been fair. through the fire. <laughs> ready to feast. Wade more is a motherfucking bear. So Bobby so Bobby Rage's gimmick under your watch is that he is the he's the expert of the meats that go into an RV. Yeah. Like, even though that's like, I think he's only made that line, he's done that line a few times, but it's not like the main point of his character, obviously. <laughs> but I'll, I'll make it the main point of his character. Uh, Bobby oh. Ray, life expert. <laughs> it's fucking Steve Irwin, but he's fucking angry all the time. Here's a crocodile. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck it up, puts crocodile on shoulders, F5's crocodile. <laughs> Punches a bear in the face. <laughs> uh, Bobby Frage Bobby Cool is afraid of no man uh, I don't know if we've answered these questions what feuds do you want to see happen in AW and who breaks out this year we definitely answered who breaks out this year but uh, we, we said what feud we'd think yeah. was the best which yeah, is kind so... of kind of the same yeah. um, discuss or if you had anything else to add oh, no, I was just looking at the roster to see if there's anything but no not, okay. not really Discuss how each of your characters could be improved on. Uh, the first one I can think of for James is... Uh... Right. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, I have a really bad habit of starting storylines and never finishing them in my role plays. Yo, what up? Relatable. <laughs> yeah, but at least I actually start them. Yeah. Yo, I start them, I just... Don't do anything past that. <laughs> you write chapter one and then you start chapter one on the next book. Basically. We <laughs> fucking attest. Yep. I was gonna say, um, I feel like my shoot's like where it needs to be. I think my story it needs to be a bit more cohesive. Um because I feel like sometimes I'm missing like links or like I don't build enough, like I'm sort of just like going through the motions with this story. Mm. Which I'm trying to, like, get better. I'm trying to plan it better. I'm trying to write more interesting story. So that's probably what I'm looking to still right. get better at. I'll also say, I, mean, I need to find, like, a better way to incorporate shoot into the story that I'm telling. Like, to the mm. point I made earlier, like, incorporating shoot into the story in, like, a perfect way makes for the ideal RP, but I am always capable of that. So... Um, what matches or pay-per-view ideas do you want in AW? You know what I want, just because I'm a sucker for them. I want, like, the one-night tournaments and shit. Because I did that in UCI. I had the Battle of New Orleans, and it was pretty fun. And Yeah, they mm. fucking curved you on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was unexpected, but DMAC won, so all, all's good. Uh, I would ask Tort if I can do that in AW, but, like, I don't want to just come in here and immediately win my own shit, like that he could probably do probably better than me. I'd like a champ I'm gonna come up with something. A champion's gauntlet match. Oh, so, fuck off you goddamn Mark. So two oh one champion, that's right. So this is basically ultimate showdown, but without the title 
swapping it's just whoever wins is world champion yeah 201 champion comes in first against um like tv or some shit they fight whoever wins the next one comes in next one comes in after that until finally the world has the biggest advantage he comes in last squares up whoever wins gets world title mm. that was yeah. the dumbest idea i've ever come up with interesting next <laughs> all right james can uh, you can you top a shitty idea like that yeah no i can't that's uh peak dumb shit uh i i can top it i can think of two ways that i can top that shitty idea uh yeah. c-mac versus alex Pasternak, a bag of cocaine on a pole match <laughs> Okay, that's pretty bad. Here's my two ideas for shitty stuff to put in. Um, push Conor McGregor as star and have him beat Ryan Lockhart to win the world title. Clean. Clean. Yeah. Clean as a whistle. Yeah. Just um, one punch. 17 seconds. Yes. Uh, second idea. Sure, the fuck out of him. Second idea. Um, have a match between a guy and the world champion, but have the stipulation that the world champion cannot lose in any way. Adam World <laughs> match. It's a, it's a, it's just a match, and the only way that it can end is for the world champion to win in some way. Fuck, we. How have yeah. we not? How have we? We know. Obviously, the uh, booking for the world title match wound up getting uh, out of our hands a little bit for mm. uh effing rager but god yeah. damn it we should have fought for uh ryan to defend the belt in an adam's rules match <laughs> <laughs> missed opportunity oh man that is such a rip i was gonna uh, say uh we should bring back the uh get swole match so uh frankie <laughs> might not know but when we did our own uh pay-per-view which was like a reward for like winning a feud um we had a match, Danny DeVito versus uh, Sam Kids Grow for the United States Championship, but the stipulation was it was a get swole match, and getting swole is uh, Jared Holmes is like a form where he does. I am, yeah, intimate, the I am intimately familiar with getting swole because I yeah. think he was the yeah. first person that he did it on. Because I fucking yeah. I fucking no showed a show and he just did that on me. So the match was that like. They had to pin each other by doing three push-ups on the other guy. Three diamond push-ups. Yeah, diamond push-ups, like in that. <laughs> and I think uh, Dandy won. Uh, <laughs> so whenever he had to talk, she's like, "Oh, he said, oh, I pinned you to win." He's like, "Oh, I had to like push up on you. <laughs> I got swole on you. <laughs> I got so, swole yeah. on you is the best piece of shit ever. That'd be, the, that'd, be the, that'd be the best piece of shoot ever conceived. Yeah, Danny, <laughs> if you ever, uh, if you guys have a, your big actual final match at Evolution, you gotta say in your shoot somewhere that you can swallow on him. Speaking of which, book your ideal Evolution card following what went down at Havoc. So, uh, so obviously, Ryan Lockhart versus Mikey Extreme. Um, I'm gonna put that as a main event with the caveat that immediately after the match, Casey Holiday cashes in. Uh-huh. Waterman match between Danny DeVito. And I mean, yeah, pretty much. You, there's, how else are you gonna end it at this point? Yeah, I would uh, love, I would love to see QDT versus Wade Moore. I would love to see. Yeah, Wade Moore in the span of a month drop two hundred pounds on that face. QDT for the two one championship. 
<laughs> like just cutting his segments like in a sauna. <laughs> like he, he 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 starts getting on like a vegan diet. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Meanwhile, QDT is like, oh, I'm just living my life, you know, beating parents, getting cheers, you know, the usual. The usual. Decay of civilization. Um. <laughs> Hardcore title. Uh, I didn't think of this because we were putting uh, Shadow and Link in it, but Link and Spencer are still like ongoing. Yeah. So maybe like, like them three, maybe. Maybe. Because uh, Shadowlof can kind of get almost anywhere because he can kind of, he just kind of inserts himself into things. Yeah. <laughs> like that's kind of been a running thing with him. Like after I won all in, he just started like beating me up constantly until I <laughs> yeah like every week he'd attack me on every show. <laughs> like, I feel like Shadowlove kind of has that sort of thing where he can just kind of fit into anywhere. So maybe, like, a triple threat for the hardcore with them. Um, FPV versus Speed? Maybe. Yeah, speed I don't know. is... Yeah. yeah. Is round. <coughs> mm. that, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, uh... J Mac versus Andre Aquarius. J-Mac is just a fucking joke, um, Spencer character. Oh. Oh. J-Mac is so good, I kept, I keep telling Spencer to drop Spencer and just run J-Mac. Yeah, he rides (laughs) J-Mac as, like, himself. (laughs) Yeah. Like, off the stage, so he does, like, role plays at, like, the gas station. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, the whole thing, the whole J-Mac character began because Tord and I kept telling Spence that... You could just run yourself in the fed character, and he finally did it. And the uh, the pick base is uh, Jay Barocal, who I think looks like fucking. <laughs> That's too but... good. That is too good. Uh, Carl Kemp needs a match. Yeah, he, he does. Oh, I... trying to think. Kemper and Foster not will actually show this time. I swear, I promise. <laughs> Maybe they just end up doing like because there, there hasn't been a fight smart like triple threat yet. Yeah, true. So and yeah. but then we'd have to move Shadow Love to I don't know like Shadow Love versus Casey. Shadow Love. Uh, uh, Shadow Love has a special referee of the. Uh... <laughs> For like no reason, like oh yeah, I'm just doing that. <laughs> he does insert himself in. If I can't doesn't... fight for the title, I'll decide who gets the title, and then he just kicks the shit out of, out of whoever wins. <laughs> if um they weren't tag team champions, uh, the uh, Blaze and uh, Z-Mac against one another, or Z-Mac against Shadow. Oh. Like, imagine those two guys, like, like who were just so aware of their, like, own gimmicks and, like, play them, like, to perfection, like, going up against each other. That'd be yeah. a sick match. Yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't book a whole card in and Digger for having to book this. Yeah. I mean, there's so many people. Who is on your Mount Rushmore of our particular E-Fed community? This is about to be a big cock-sucking uh, yeah. question. Uh, so for me, it is Bobby Cairo, Corey Black, Johnny Fly, Joey Flash. Just off the top, I actually didn't read that question beforehand, so I didn't think of an answer beforehand. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, those are just the names that come to my mind. Uh, I'm just gonna look at A W in specific. Okay. <laughs> Royce B, 
Uh, it's in it's the first four. It's Roy Speed, Daniel Deruda da Duda. It's a Daniel Donald Dirty D Day. Uh, Spence Wade. It's, wow. It's, wow. Wow. Longest reigning world champion out here. Yeah, fuck you, pussy. Drop the belt and you'll be a legend. <laughs> Damn. He put um, it all on the line right there. For our entire community. Um, you never get your truck. Because I'm trying to think of, like, when... Because there's kind of different perspectives, because you've been around for a lot longer than we have Yeah. in the community, so you'd have a different view. But I ended up going back and reading a lot of Fly and... Dude, we're just fucking insane. So I'd probably yeah. put Fly, Flash, because he was like, like I said, he kind of laid out the blueprint for like that era, I guess, from like transitioning through like WCF to like now, even though it's starting, it's starting to change a little bit now with the caps and stuff. Yeah. Um, Corey Black, um, when he, he was in the all-in match. And when I read his role play, I was like, fuck. Like, that's just, like, really good. Like, he's still, like... And I remember reading a post once that Torp made that I think that, like, kind of summed it up for me. He's like, oh, Corey, like, works all these hours, has, has all this other shit to do, and he's still able to compete with you fucks who drop, like, 10k a week. <laughs> and I was like, you know what, man's got a point. So I'll put Corey there. And then the next would probably probably be between Wade or um, Jared for me. Yeah. I think more so because I think in a match between them, Jared would probably edge it out, but Wade's done more and has been around longer and more consistently. So probably Wade for me. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and last question. Funniest characters in e-fighting you've captured? touched on this already, I think. Yes, but, yes yeah. but I will once again say that Volger he Volger he, he, goat. he got over simply because of how outlandish he was. Um, uh, I'll, I'll try and think of a better answer just to be... I was, um... John Cena 2099. <laughs> John Cena Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> you had the same reaction when we told you this like two years ago. <laughs> Excuse me? We... This was on, like, the original broadcast. It was like a 20-minute tangent about John Cena sparked by John Cena 2099. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember. Please it was like some Jobber character that some guy made that was basically, like, John Cena, like... John Cena basically, like, as the fucking Terminator. <laughs> Coming back to, uh, destroy all wrestlers who use more yeah. than five moves. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking legendary. Um... Yeah, and then there was that other guy from that same fed, uh, the other one whose gimmick was that he was retired. And then there was another one who was basically a, a Deadpool-like spin-off. Oh. That, uh, yeah, Corey would know about him too. Uh, but he had some really funny role plays. Like, he literally did a whole series where he has two cameramen, and he had them compete in, like, cameraman Olympics. <laughs> it was basically because they're both fat fucks. He made them, like, do, like, physical contests and, like, wrote them just being, like on the verge of death from exertion and shit. And then at the end of the role plays, he'd put a poll on, oh, who wins this round of the cameraman Olympic? And then whichever one, 
didn't win, he killed them off or some shit. Or he just, like, got rid of them, like, retired them. Like, it was basically slavery. <laughs> so, yeah, they bump, basically better. bump fights. Yeah. Uh, I'll suck my own dick for a little bit and say that working as Kyle Cameron was perhaps Kyle the, was the, really fun, funny. the funniest shit I've ever done in e-betting. Like, because I abandoned all pretenses of trying to be serious and just wrote a shitty 17-year-old stoner who was aged to get into UCI. That's why you ended up with a duct tape world championship. <laughs> That's why I did end up with the duct tape unification match. Oh. Never forgetting. <laughs> the whole view was centered around Pokemon Go. I really do be like that sometimes. Now, with all that being said, this was a great podcast, and I'm glad to be back. It's a Patreon tier. Give us your money. Yes. For anyone who doesn't know, there's a, there's a, there's a section that we're out, and so, like, I asked for like I went on a rant about like we need to edit that out you think I was joking and I asked for some silence for editing purposes <laughs> oh oh this po- I'm glad to know that after two years this podcast is still just as much of a mess as it used to be yeah oh all right well uh thank you all for listening bar uh we'll probably be back next week. And we'll probably, probably still be as much of a mess. So, uh, for Lee and James, I'm Frank Pridecast, and we'll see you all next week. Goodbye. Yo.